0: This is the Patriots Post Game Show, presented by Cyber Reason. Brady drops back with a play fake. He's pressured. He's wrapped up. He's sacked. Matt has another for the Patriots back in the 28th. Turn that man loose. The Patriots post game show presented by Cyber Reason with Hardy, Mike Dessau, and Paul Perillo is your source for all the news and information following every Patriots game. Chuck the Staff to Mac Jones. Fires to the end zone. Caught at the goal line. It's a touchdown it. yeah. for Hunter Henry as the Patriots add to their lead. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855 PATS 500. Or email the show at webradio at patriots.com.
1: I hope y'all keep that same
0: energy for tonight, baby. Can't wait. <laughs> Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy. Slipping
1: and sliding, he was like a cat.
0: Pop,
2: pop, yep. bang.
1: A lot of slipping and sliding, going out there uh, in a good way this afternoon in Miami as the Patriots fall to the Dolphins in their regular season opener, twenty to seven. Here to uh, talk about it with you or uh, me, Hardy, along with Mike Dussault, Paul Perillo. Join us eight five five PATS five hundred email web radio at patriots.com uh although uh Lepan, who normally would handle a lot of our incoming email he's not with us, so we'll we'll try and get to a lot of these i should can I access these things? let me access them how come I'm not allowed to touch the email? How come I'm not allowed to like you know see them as they come in Matt Is that an executive decision?
0: Well, Hardy, if you had paid attention, the emails were set up for you to read on that uh, Microsoft Surface that you exited out of when you got into the studio. Oh yeah, day. I
1: just change everything when I when I walk in here. Right. We're already logged in for you. Okay, thanks, buddy. All right, uh, let's uh, let's get let's get right to it here as uh, we uh, get the opening thoughts here first from you, Mike Dussault, and the Patriots' uh, loss in their regular season opener.
3: Yeah, it looked a lot like last year. You know, just a team that um, you know uh, kills kills itself with mistakes. Um, couldn't execute in the big moments. Uh, you know, couldn't really string much together. A lot of what we saw this summer. So, you know, was this summer an illusion? I don't think so. Uh, I think, you know, it's just, it's just tough. They don't, they don't really have any, any ability to push the pace on offense. It felt like everything they got once again was, you know, tooth and nail scratching with their claws just to, you know, complete passes up the sideline that guys would, you know, have contested catches with. So, uh, you know, extremely disappointing. You know, it's another loss to Miami, similar to, to what they used. but I don't think the defense was terrible, but didn't, you know, make the plays that they needed. And then of course they, they started off with turnovers. They ended with turnovers. Um, gross, just a, a gross way to open the season.
1: Uh, Paul, is it, w- was it gross or was it uh, something less uh, yeah. passion inspiring? It was, than it was gross? weird. Like, I mean, I agree
4: with, uh, you know, everything Mike just said, obviously there's not a lot to argue with, uh, you know, you score seven points. Um, but I thought there were actual times where I thought they did a good job of sort of sequencing things. And, uh, you know, the first drive of the game I thought was effective. Um, they got a bad break. I, You know, I think there was probably a hold in the end zone there that led to that, that pick um, by Xavier and Howard. But I didn't like that play call. Like, I know a lot of people are going to fixate on, the, like, the, the, the coverage was excellent on the play. He just grabbed his shirt when he didn't have to, and that sort of got him in trouble. Um, you know, and so there was one hand and I looked at Mike and I was like, it, it seems like they're playing better than we've seen for the most part in the summer, but there was no points on the board. So it was hard to sort of back that up way too many mistakes. Uh, like Mike said, a continuation of last year, I think I counted three pre-snap penalties again. Um, the turnovers were obviously crushers. Um, and then the offensive line just looked to be sort of out of sync again. So not a lot to be happy about.
1: No, um, I I I think there were moments where we saw sparks of, of something that could develop into a, an offense that can move the ball and develop but, but any time you thought maybe you'd get some rhythm to it that's what was lacking there were there were very few instances where they strung together to you know more than more than two plays that looked like they had something going a couple of times during the game you know when they went into the hurry up and you're like okay there's a little something here you got you got a little bit of rhythm a little bit of movement Aside from that, though disjointed uh, the offensive line still looks like they're figuring things out and and mistakes I mean I was goofing on you in the in the pregame Mike about how you wanted a clean game and how you thought that you know the, the the key to victory or the one of the keys to success today would be able to play without mistakes and they made mistakes, and it cost them every time
3: yeah, it did i mean and that's you know that's why i was I was shaking my head with the start, but you know i Last year, I felt like I was, you know, kind of hoping that that they would find something. There's just, there's just nothing dynamic about this offense, and I don't really see how they get anything dynamic. I don't want to say week one it's over, but where does any dynamic playmaking come from? It's just everything. It, it's, it looks like it did last year. We spent all offseason doing all these different things. It, they don't even have the, the, as you might say, Hardy, They don't even have the clubs in the bag. Like you could maybe say, hey, you know, we, we got, we got some. I mean, maybe you could make an argument that Taquan Thornton could, could potentially. Add something that they don't have, but you know it's it's Devonte Parker is fine, but contested catches, and you saw it. I mean, it was it's that's gonna, what they went right
1: for. Right, it's going to be their a, only place. It's going to be a problem with that. I think Hunter Henry could still give you something, and I I know you're not going to think of as you know maybe Damian Harris being dynamic or you know awe-inspiring or something that you have to spend uh, hours and hours game planning for, but it can. I think there can be enough. I don't think they're so woefully deficient in the talent department that they can't put together some some offensive success, but they are they are lacking the big playmaker for sure.
3: And it's just everything needs to be perfect. You know, like you come yeah. out of this yeah. feeling like, again, everything needs to be perfect with this team on both sides of the ball for, for them to have, you know, a chance. And, I mean, you could say, hey, the defense, they only gave up 13 points. I mean, that's, you know, you'll take that pretty much any day, but... Again, I think when you look specifically at the key moments when they, uh, you know, the second half, they did give the, the offense a chance to come back into it. But, um, you know, it's just too, un- too many key mistakes. The Carl Davis right on the first drive, the, the, the you know, false start, or sorry, the offsides yeah. right there on a fourth down. They, you don't even make them have to run a play on fourth down. So I, I mean, we can get into the specifics of the, of the bad. But, yeah, it's just. Mm. Right.
4: Uh, it, and I, I kind of agree with Mike. Defensively, it's going to look better than it was to me you know 13 points I'll take 13 points every game. If they give up 13 points a week, you're going to win a lot of games. I think aside from the first drive of the second half, they're down 17 nothing, they come out if you got any sniff, you got to get a three and out get the ball back, right? And they did it. Aside from that, I don't think they were overly effective in the game. I thought Tua and the combination of Tua and Mike McDaniel I thought got really questionable. As the second half wore on, I-, I thought there were plays to be made that two either missed, and then there were opportunities just just run the ball and like chew clock and McDaniel is, you know, putting his quarterback in harm's way uh, quite frequently. So. Yeah, I, I agree with Mike. I think the defense, the numbers are going to look great. I don't think the defense was great today. Obviously, that's not the biggest problem. The biggest problem was you ended up with seven points on the board. Your offense needs to be more productive.
3: Yeah, and I was just doing quick. Like I just, I wasn't that impressed with Miami's offense. I wasn't impressed with Tua. I mean, you know, no, Tua was fine. the same guy they to me. A few plays. They they have some speed with with those guys when they get the ball. We saw it with the Waddle touchdown. But you know, I, a, a real competent quarterback that can spread the ball around uh, we'll see how it looks Oh, uh, you guys had
4: guys. a good quarterback today they had opportunities to put a lot of points on the board and they I just think that he's he's shaky
1: he's the same guy that I thought he was yeah well uh, let's get to the good the bad and the injured here we go
0: now it's time for the good pretty good it's pretty, pretty pretty good the bad hey what happened and the injured
5: ah, ah. you are a
1: Good, the bad, and the injured brought to you by the good players, the bad players, and the injured players. And uh, circumstances plays, you know, good, bad doesn't necessarily have to mean players. It could mean any number of things as we uh, start to dissect. Yes? Can I
3: just start with one, something real quick I feel like this is worth jumping in on? Uh, Chad Graff of The Athletic reporting, Mac Jones escorted into the X-ray room at Hard Rock Stadium. Uh, no word yet, but his health, um, but this is a troubling sign. So I don't want to jump the gun to injured, but that, that seems like a big, uh, a big, big uh, that nice news. That would seem
4: to be uh, big to quite big. Uh yeah. That that'd be a huge development, obviously.
3: Circle uh, back we'll circle back on that one after we uh plow through the, the bats.
1: <laughs> Along goods. with the team internist. Okay. All right. So Mac Jones headed to the X ray room. We will uh We'll stay on top of that, but uh, let's get to our good, bad, and uh, injured here. I guess we'll start with the injured uh, with uh, <laughs> Mac Jones heading into the x-ray room. We'll work backwards. No, we'll, we'll start with the goods, as we always do. Uh, Deuce, what's your first good?
3: Um, you know, I don't know if I can put them together. I, I, I don't want to use all this, but I thought that, you know, the play sequence with the Adrian Phillips tackle for the loss and then and then the uh, Dietrich Wise uh, forced fumble, um, you know, that, that, that helped Miami – only, you know, hold them only to a field goal at that point. I thought that was a you know, big play early on and you know, it was a needed stop. I think if the Dolphins went right down and scored a touchdown, you would have been really in trouble. But I thought it was a real good play by Drrich Wise, who uh, you know, was showing up, made, made some plays today, um, was a little bit active. Unfortunately, uh, we'll get to Adrian Phillips with the injury, but, um, but you know, that was a real nice play by him as well, early on to, to get a stop and kind kind of stem the bleeding a little bit there early on when things weren't going great.
1: Yeah, I had uh, Dietrich Wise um I yeah, did as the, well. With a forced fumble there right at the top of my list. It was one of the first, you know, big positive plays of the game. I think it's a good one. Paul, what do you got first?
4: Yeah, I also I, I thought the the run defense for the most part was the least of their problems. Uh and somehow the Bengals are, are gonna find a way to win a game. My first red zone of the season, the twenty twenty two season. Joe Barrow, by last count, I believe has been sacked eight times, through four picks and fumbled. Uh, and yet with no time on the clock i think he just threw a touchdown pass to jamar chase crazy pat coming would give him a 21-20 win um, jamar yeah, chase I, I also thought with the uh, best catch that won't Ooh, count yeah. So. Yeah. the saints too the yeah.
3: saints coming through with a with a late uh, late score as well it looks like
4: yeah i would say that the um the the run defense i thought was was pretty solid today uh overall i don't think it you know i thought they had to make sure they stopped the run without you know, dedicating any extra personnel. They needed to be aware of the crossers, the slants. We saw what they were going to do with Tyreek Hill. They needed to have as many defensive backs playing past defense as they could. I thought the guys up front did a pretty good job against the run. That was one of my, one of my, uh, few goods.
1: Yep. Okay. Um, I mean, I had individual players making a few individual plays. Uh, Kyle Duggar yeah. uh, appeared to be very active early on and, and showed some positivity getting into the backfield and, and making some plays. Uh, I, did, I, I think, Paul, you mentioned it. Like, how many tackles has he had already? I think we were midway through the second Yeah, group. I had
4: Duggar on my list, too. I thought he was active. I think he had three, like, standout tackles. I mean, I don't know yeah. how many tackles he ended up with, but they were, like, a couple on Tyreek Hill and open space, uh, and then the last one where he uh on a third the, the the play that I was talking about, the, the three and out to start the second half, you know, they're they're running him in motion, they're changing directions, going back and forth and you know, he he was right there with them. So I thought uh you know, you know, to make that tackle, I thought Duggar was active. It wasn't all perfect. Um, you know, I thought he was part of the coverage let down on that fourth and seven touchdown, which I think was the biggest play of the game. Uh, but I thought Duggar overall was pretty good today.
3: Yeah, I did too. T- two tackle for loss, six total tackles, five solo. Um, you know, I think he he continues to be a good piece in front. in front. I'm curious how it's going to affect if, you know, Phillips is out for a bit, if that's going to take him out of the box and put him more in coverage. But um, we'll see. But nice game from him, Adam, too. What else uh, do you have on your I'm good I'm going to throw list? Jacoby Myers on there. I mean, I think he's a – He should be on there. Yeah. Right? I, I was a, I was a
4: rant in leaving him off my list.
3: Yeah, he continues to, uh, you know, four catches, 55 yards, nothing nothing crazy. But, you know, without him
4: uh, – Three of the four catches were, like, really tough. Yeah,
3: first downs. And, I mean, it's certainly key moments too, not just, uh, you know, garbage time or whatever you want to call it. So, uh, nice performance from Jacoby. I think he's just doing what he, what he always does and, and, and catch the
1: ball when it's thrown to him.
4: Uh, can I just mention this right oh, now? The I j- Bengals missed the extra point. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
1: wow. Um, wow. Just while I'm uh, looking at the, uh, at the stats huh. here, Tyree Kill ended up with eight catches on 12 targets. Is that exactly what I said, I believe, in the pregame when I was trying to decide on the over-unders? I'm like, hmm, six and a half? Yeah, he could end up with like eight catches on 12 targets. Yes, I think that's exactly what I yes, said. Yes, Hardy,
4: that is what we both uh, predicted uh, in the over. Yes, how Looks like then? they blocked the extra point. I think Minka Fitzpatrick, That's uh, what a game in Cincinnati to open the season. That's great. Good news for the Patriots, though. <laughs> Bengals playing. I mean, the Steelers playing oh yeah, uh, be tired. overtime yeah, uh, yeah. You
3: know, yeah. in week one. Yeah, we got them right where we want them.
4: Um, what else do you have on your good list there, Polly Paul? Uh, <sighs> not really anything that ended up you know, continuing throughout. I, I had the running game early, that first drive. I thought they were running it well, but I don't think they
1: ran it overly well uh, thereafter. Um, nah I'm, I'm out. Well, I have two. I have Kendrick Bourne with the, uh, long catch of the day, 41 yards on his one target. And, uh, uh of course, Nick Folk, uh, perfect on the day. So there we go.
3: I didn't, I didn't have him down, but I almost retroactively want to just put him up for discussion with Joe Bentley. I mean, I just felt like he was active again yep. and, and kind of around, um, let's see, they got him recorded for a sack, a tackle for a loss, but, um. I don't know. We're, we're kind of scraping the barrel here. To, right. to, to, after these, ones. I mean,
1: it's I, you scored seven points in your in your regular season opener uh, to a team that a lot of people thought. If you're if you're looking at how the Patriots can get to a certain number of wins on the season to make them in playoff contention, you have to be looking at a couple of division opponents in Miami and New York, and and figure you know you got to take three of those four if you if you really wanna have a, a right. chance at it. A and loss
4: a loss today almost opens the door for like three and three is the best you can do in the division. I mean it's almost I'm not you know, games are there's a lot of games to be played, but you gotta figure you're gonna be hard pressed to beat Buffalo. And, you'll, you know, you'll, you'll have to sweep the other three against the Jets and the last one against Miami. That's, that's it's hard. tough,
1: and it's tough to come up with a lot of good in a game like this. So we'll move to the bad <laughs> uh, with no danger of being interrupted by a player calling in. I don't think that's <laughs> well, going to be happening hopefully. today. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah, I actually. That has that been <laughs> a
4: change. Um, yeah, by the way, your Lions within 38-35.
1: Oh, yeah. That never count them out. Never no. count those Never Lions count them out.
3: out. All these, I think our game was the only one that wasn't close.
1: <laughs> hey it's true 27 uh, 26 24 23 uh, jacksonville and washington two-point game wow mac jones is
3: uh according to mike reese out of the x-ray room uh, back in the locker room so uh i guess we'll we'll keep you posted there as a
1: hardy can you do me a favor i'd, I'd be happy to um uh
4: yeah so you want to move to the uh, he's gonna do, yeah the bad, uh, i'm, get ju- on, I'm uh, gonna i'm just gonna i'll you start want me to
1: log into my twitter for you
4: yes because it wouldn't accept mine. Yours is the one that comes up. So I don't know if that's your uh, surface. Um, uh, I, can I just let the offensive,
3: off? offensive line? Yeah, Offensive line. I mean Twitter that's Twitter
1: doesn't work like that.
3: The uh, the free rushers, okay. the, I mean, the, the hit on on Mac there with the, you know, with the fumble that was recovered for six. I mean, it's just, you know, it's more of the same. And, I mean, we heard Mac talk about this summer of, like, you know, if we mm-hmm. just handle the free rushers and, you know, I can handle the rest. Otherwise, it was, you know, spotty throughout the day. You know, sometimes there were some running lanes open early on. But late, not much doing there, and uh, you know we saw guys kind of in and out. I don't know if that was conditioning. If Cole Strange was benched for James Ference, uh, Yadnyk just came in the game. I don't know if that was you know managing Isaiah Wind's injury, but still, it's just it, it remains the biggest concern is, is that line, and they need a, they need a consistent sixty minute game out of them where they don't blow a block and and get Matt killed.
4: And I'll tell you what really bothered me about the you know look. Like breakdowns are breakdowns in communication. I think there was a communication problem in the Cole Strange play. I think him and Andrews ended up double-teaming a guy, you know, leaving a free rusher. But the blitz that Jones had for the strip sack, Brandon Jones, right? Mm -hmm. All week, Bill Belichick, if he said it once, he said it 15 times about how much Miami plays man coverage and loves to blitz, especially with their defensive backs. He, He ventured to guess that they blitz their defensive backs more than any team in football. So they, the first time they walk up a, a defensive back to blitz off the edge, he's completely, completely untouched for a strip sack and a scoop and score for a touchdown.
1: Can't happen. Just can't. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a little distracted. I got your well, log- thank you I got your logged into my Twitter, so you're going to follow all the people that I follow. Okay. Yeah, that's why I said Twitter kind of doesn't work like that.
4: Yeah, I don't need. I just need. Like, I assume that you're
1: following the same people that I follow. Oh, uh, I in no, terms, I in terms ass- of f- football. I would not assume that. You're going to get all kinds of stuff popping up in that feed that they are going to have to be explained to you. Um, it's fine though. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be all right. Uh, he'll call. He'll call back. I'm sure. But <laughs> what other? What other truly bad players? positions, coaching decisions stood out to you in this game? Oh. Go ahead. As opposed (laughs) to just inept. Let's just give it to the I I have, like, uh, alright, I know
4: there's been a lot made of play calling, right? And for the most part today, I would say play calling didn't really look like a huge issue or whatever, but I would really question the willingness, the insistence of taking my deep shots... At Xavier Howard instead of Nick Needham, and oh by the way, they went at Nick Needham once, and Kendrick Bourne got behind him for a play. I like. I is that a legitimate second guess, or am I being like I just want it to be bad because I've been questioning the offensive play calling setup all all off season? I mean, does that make any sense to anybody? It, the one great cornerback on the
3: field, we're going to test him deep. Yeah, no, and it, it makes sense, and it, I mean, it also lines up that the Dolphins were, were paying attention. They clearly know Devonte Parker and his skill set. So I mean they should have been expecting him. I I said you know in the weeks leading up to this after training camp saying as soon as they get a snap around the twenty, the next play is going to be a fade to Devontae Parker and that's exactly what they did. Yeah he got held a little bit but I mean it was if it was predictable for me I got to imagine it was predictable for the Dolphins as well. But you know I agree with you overall the the attack was fine. It's just I don't I don't know who could save this offense right now with just what they have. It's just there's just nothing there that is as I said dynamic nothing explosive about them and you knew once they got down it's it's going to be a grind and yeah they can put together a 13 play drive to score a touchdown but when you're down you got to put together you got to have a 3 or 4 play drive you got to have a quick strike you got to have some kind of capability for that and as it was last year i don't think they have that capability
1: i mean there's just there's so little to to look at for the good and there's so many things that were just i i, I don't know if i would call them outright bad it's just like no that's that's not it you know if If there were certain players or certain things that that they they tried, and you already mentioned one of them, Paul, but things they went to time and time again that just didn't work. it's like that's bad. you got to stop doing that. I mean it's a game where you scored seven points, and you you turn the ball over i mean I, I I guess you know back to your point, you know, just playing clean, playing smart, not valuing the ball, you know mac jones and and the, and the some of the decisions i mean it was it was all bad. Yeah. But it was like it was all bad. You know there's very, there's very little positivity to you know to get out of this first game. They looked like they got a lot of stuff to work through and I don't mean to say that season's over and you can't clean some of this stuff up, but uh there's a lot that's just yeah, that's that that didn't work. Yeah. That didn't it's it's more that didn't work as opposed to that's bad.
3: No, and I and I got to I I I I got to highlight Aguilor too just cuz you know I thought that they kind of played a little bit better in the second half and then you know, to have that final nail in the coffin with that, with that last fumble when you know, you're, you're actually trying to make a game, you're trying it to, to make, make it interesting at least, and, and he just kind of ended it the way that, that it was going. So
4: They had a chance to at least make Miami have to make first downs. You, know, you go down, you score there, and there's a, you know, probably still would have been three minutes left. Make it like it was last year when you were down those multiple score games. Make the other team have to you know, convert at the end of the game, and the fumble ended the game. You know that was that was the final nail in the coffin. I mean that's, um, a, that's a tough
3: play. I mean I got to man. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean he gets tough, he gets hit right on the ball right play. as he's catching it. But
4: uh and I thought Aguilor. otherwise um you know in the the plays that he had chances to make plays on he he looked uh, I thought the third and long screen pack. I think it was like third yeah, and 14. Yeah, he had yeah, a screen. A he was play. like a shot on that play. I mean just really good upfield quickly. showed showed his speed but I mean not enough plays. Even the bet, the only drive they had all day Fifteen plays. I, I wrote it down somewhere. I mean, right, I and, and,
3: and you needed the the, the penalties, right? Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it was it's
4: like fifteen play drive, uh, and, and even like yeah, you needed the penalty, but like you're down seventeen, nothing. Fifteen plays to go ninety yards, and taking all that time off the clock is it's asking a lot. You know, it's asking a lot.
3: Nothing's easy. Nothing is easy, and that's I mean that's maybe the they got to find a way to, to
4: to get some element of a dynamic play. Now they did they they made one. They made one with uh with Bourne at the end, which um you know was negated shortly shortly thereafter by the Aguilar fumble that you're talking about. But they gotta find a way to make some plays.
1: Um we've got a lot going on in the red zone here right now. I'll tell you what. Well, uh
4: <laughs> Cleveland's Cade York made about a fifty nine yarder um in the last ten seconds to put Carolina I mean not Cleveland ahead. I think there's eight seconds left in that game. Um and this is one of the only other games that wasn't overly competitive, the Jets. Uh, Jets played a pretty good first half but uh, completely fell apart in the second half. Uh, they're going to lose. Uh, they lost 24-9 to 9 to Baltimore. Um, you know, it, it's funny. Like, I don't think they played very well, but I don't have a ton of different elements on my bad list no. either. Um, we mentioned the the pre-snap penalties, which continue to be a problem, and obviously the turnovers. Um, I, I didn't like the decision by Mac to go – to the fade to Parker on that. I thought the first drive, they had everything going the way they wanted it to go. And I think to force one into the end zone on Parker um, to me, didn't make a a ton of sense. Now it shouldn't end up being a pick. It should have been a penalty. At the very least it was holding. Yes. I thought he had him by the shirt. I, I think it was definitely a penalty. Um, and he should have gotten away with it. But he doesn't know that the guy's going to get held when he throws that pass.
1: I was going to say, that was not a case of him seeing the, right. seeing the penalty take place and no. then throwing the ball, it, taking a free now, shot. Now, I
4: thought, I thought the Patriots got a really bad break on that play. I thought it should have been a penalty, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. But I don't like the, the play call. I do Not the play call itself. I don't like the decision to throw it in the end. You can see right yeah. there, clear as day yeah. on our highlights, that uh, Howard had a, a grab of the shoulder from Parker. But he's not open. He's not open on this play. If if Parker, I mean, if Howard just turns, instead of having that hand on his shoulder, he just jumps up and picks it off. That's a pick.
1: Yeah. Uh, Speaking of uh, pick, there you go. It looks like Washington
4: is going to survive, and that's going to be very important for him. (laughs) Commander, somebody.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For a certain someone who shall not be named. All right, uh, injuries. We already talked about the fact that Mac Jones went into the x ray room after the game. He has emerged and gone back. Into the locker room. Uh,
4: one more thing, I wanted to just situationally. This was really this was like top of the line bad. It's ten nothing. You've done nothing right offensively the whole half, right? But it's ten nothing, and you punt it, and you put them on their own eight yard line with three, I don't know, three and change to go, and you allow them to go ten plays, ninety two yards, and three forty seven, including a mind numbing fourth and seven touchdown. Um, where you have, and, and this is where you really miss Adrian Phillips. Because I think he's involved in that. You ended up having three safeties where Jalen Waddle splits them. That's
1: really, really bad situational play. Did all the around. Pats call the timeout before the fourth and seven uh, play? Yes, too? yes, they did. Yeah, so uh, not a lot of excuse uh, to be found there. There's just that's and,
3: and I'm losing track of my of my uh, Patriots shortcomings here. But I mean, wasn't that a problem last year with the end a half performance? Like it might have been two years ago now that I think of it, but like. Again, it's just situational football—a thing that we're, you know, led to believe should needs to be a strength around here, and just an unacceptable fourth down. Yeah, you see,
4: Dug- Duggar and Mills, uh, you know, converge on that play, and Dug- I don't, you know, I, this is where I think they missed um, Phillips because I think Duggar has a bad angle on this, and uh, he's not able to make the tackle. And I don't want to pick on Duggar um, because I thought he had an overall strong game. This was the one play that stood out that he didn't necessarily make the play on, Um, but you got to find a way. They got to find a way to get more explosive. Even this play right here by Miami. Miami has got they got speed guys, but their quarterback just has an inability. They got to figure out a way to dial up some plays like this where you get some easy points. And the Patriots had to work for every yard they got today. And and you know Miami had not not a lot, but Miami had a couple of these kinds of plays.
1: Uh, other injuries to get to their Uh
3: So Adrian Phillips left with a rib injury and, and then uh, did not return. He was ruled out later. Uh, Dugger left briefly, but we think he.
1: I think he took
4: one in the groin. Dirt on,
3: <laughs> rubbed some dirt on it and got back uh, in there. Cole,
4: uh, Cole Strange left the game, but I don't think it was injury related. He was back in the game later. Yeah, same could with, just went in. Yeah, same. That, with that, that may have, have been Isaiah Wynn.
3: Yeah. Maybe conditioning or is that it that may have been injury monitoring. Injury he, manager, he hasn't had a, a ton of bit. practice time. Yeah.
1: Cole Strange left the game after the, uh, the touchdown that made it 10 nothing. I believe. That um, was.
4: It was before that. Oh, it was. He be- gave up a sack on the, on the drive before that, uh, and Ferentz went
1: in on that drive. Ah, uh, gotcha. All right. Okay, so there we go. Uh, good, the bad, and the injured. We will get to your phone calls here 617. Uh, 617. How about 855-728-7500-855-PATS500? That's, if you don't want to spell it out, I give it both ways, Morell.
3: Oh, I know what I'm
0: doing. But that's well done. Words are a million hurting. radio shows going on. It's hard <sighs> to remember. Oh my God, you're not kidding. You're not kidding. You
3: don't even know who, where your voice is going anymore. Do you? You're just I talking d- to the micro, this, this foamy microphone thing, and.
1: I, you're gonna you're gonna see tweets popping up having to do with another show that's actually on <laughs> right now, Paul. Which is why I say don't get confused. Are you two places at once right now? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's great. Uh, let's go to the phones here. We'll uh, start with Eric in New Jersey on the Patriots post game show. Eric, you're on with Hardy Deuce and Paul. What do you got for us, Eric?
6: Hey guys, can you hear me?
7: Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Okay. Uh, just one thing on the offense and the defense. Um, I don't understand the letting Asiasi go with the the usage of the tight ends of of, of Smith and uh, Henry uh, with no you know with no viable backup. Um, I think that's calls you know calls for concern uh, given their injury history. Um, if you guys chat on that and also uh, the defense, uh, Jack Jones getting mauls by Tyree Kill there, and then Miles by uh, Miles Byron's uh, only pass deflection is against his own team. Um, you know. For this defense, I think we have to capitalize on those opportunities. If all you guys want to talk
3: on that, um, appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. I, I just jump on the Jack Jones thing. I, I mean, we talked about that one. I, I mean, I thought he had pretty good coverage. I mean, Tyree kill is underrated in yeah. terms of contested catches. He's really good. You're at right about like, that.
4: He had good coverage. And it's funny. Like there's so many things that you could sit here and really question about what they did. And I think there were just three things brought up that I don't really have any issues with whatsoever. I mean, Hunter Henry and John o. Smith, had a couple of catches each, I, you know, to my mind, my memory. Um,
3: yeah, Hunter Henry had it. Yeah, they both did. Uh,
4: I think, yeah, Smith had three for 33, and Henry had two for 20. I thought Smith showed really good uh, run after the catch um, on a couple of balls today. And I, I don't really see, like, did you sit there and say, geez, they really could use a third tight end? I don't really see where they, they missed Devin Asiasi today. Yeah. Miles Bryan is diving to make a play on the ball. He doesn't know Devin McCordy is right behind him. Ready to make a pick, and I think he would have picked the pass. Yeah. Um, and Jack Jones, I think you already hit on. It. So I don't really have much of an issue with those three. Those no. three elements. No, uh, d- Bengals missed a field goal in overtime,
1: by the way. Ooh. Yes, they did. Uh,
3: I just, I just be curious uh, how much Jack Jones actually played. I mean, I noticed him a couple times out there, but but I like the fact that he's out there and they're at least getting getting his feet wet a little. I didn't bit. I notice Marcus sign. Jones. Doesn't no. mean he
1: wasn't out there, but I didn't notice. Didn't him. notice him once either. Uh, let's go to Nathan in Texas on the Patriots post game show presented by Cyber Reason. Hello, Nathan.
7: Hey, guys, can y'all hear me? Yes. Yeah. Hey. Awesome. Hey, first time, long time, guys. Love y'all's show.
1: Thank
8: you. Uh, Thanks.
7: Just had a couple questions. You know, I was just, you know, I was thinking about the game and stuff. And, you know, one thing that I noticed a lot of was, like, the, the, dirt, the third down offense. You know, I felt like Mac was really, um, you know, he was looking to the flats, looking to the running backs on third down, especially in long. I was just wondering what you guys were thoughts about that and also, like, the – um like I don't know, I felt like there was a lot of um, running on first and second down just like last year. I was wondering what your thoughts were on that about the um about how that was going. Think that
3: I just I feel like there's a non existent intermediate passing game. Like it's either shots down the sideline I would agree with or that. little dumpsaw. It doesn't exist. Like well, there's just any kind nothing. of
1: intermediate passing, the timing was was, was so poor on, on the the attempts that we did see. Uh balls thrown behind the receiver or just Hitting the guy Uh, in the butt. To me, Mac still doesn't look right.
4: He doesn't look like the guy we saw last summer. But. I mean, I thought they mixed it up a good amount today. I thought they had some shotgun spread early. I, I thought they had some traditional under center. Um, Mike, you even pointed out we had a successful zone run today yep. uh, at, at one like point. Six, six I didn't hours. think that. Did you feel like they – I mean, I maybe the numbers will completely dismiss me, but did you feel like they were uh, predominantly run on first and second down? I didn't feel that way.
3: No, no. Not that it stood out to me. Um, it just felt – you know, productive. The runs felt productive early on, and then it yeah, stopped being productive I mean, they got away. They got from, I mean, away from yeah, it.
4: I mean, they, they could not sustain it. They ran it well early, but um, you know, I'm just looking up. Yeah, I mean, they ran for 78 yards as a team. It wasn't it, it wasn't great. 22 runs for 3.5 a carry is not going to get it done. Um, but I did think early on they they had a little something going. I thought I thought Harris and Stevenson both looked sharp uh, at the outset, but then they they bottled it up. You know, give Miami credit. I think it's a pretty good defense by Miami. Yeah.
1: Uh, let's go to Spee in Fresno. Spee checking in for the first time uh, here in this uh, uh, regular season, I should say. What do you got for us, Spee?
2: Hardy, great to have you back. Coincidentally, you are my entire good list today.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. That's great. Thank you. Another missed field goal in
4: overtime, by the way. This time That, by one, by was a g- that one was a game winner, too. The, the Colts, uh, the Houston already had the ball, so the Colts would have won on that <laughs> one. Yep. <laughs>
3: I'm used to seeing we'll Matt Ryan standing that. like that, yeah. <laughs> pacing the sidelines with his um, arms folded.
4: That's going to lead to a tie, I think. <laughs> oh yeah, with a minute <laughs> 57, minute minute fifty seven left. Yeah. All right, Spie, go Sorry, ahead. Sorry, Spie.
2: Not at all. Um, I, you know, this, this team goes, and Bill's future goes as Matt goes. So I'm just like Matt came in, and his two like great qualities were accuracy and decision making. You know, he was not accurate today. And then with the decision-making stuff, I wanted to ask you guys about a specific play—that strip sack for touchdown off the I think safety blitz that um, in the first half. Yeah. Um, so the guy moves pre-snap, and I thought, oh, maybe Hunter Henry should chip him, maybe Trent Brown should move. But on watching the replay, Mac should have just basically changed the protection or called timeout. Like I think that the play before he sailed that ball over Johnny Smith's head, and then Mac was frazzled or something, and he didn't see the pressure. He—I don't think he saw the field at that point. It's just like his decision-making overall today, what, how would you guys evaluate and on that specific
4: play? I don't think he was very good today. I, I mean, on both of those. I don't think he was as accurate as I've seen him, and I don't think he made great decisions. And I don't like, know about that, that and a lot sack. of I think that sack, I mean, I don't know the protections. Right. But I know there was a guy right there to block him, and he didn't block him. I think Hunter Henry's got to at least get in that guy's didn't way. Didn't look at him.
3: No, I mean, I, I don't want to get on the armstring thing, but like those passes, I'm sorry to the outside, they just they float. Like yeah. every time, it's like it's taken. He got away with one that
4: uh, Jones knocked down, um, and then shortly thereafter, they got a drive going. Uh, I think it was late in the first half. The ball takes a long time to get to the sideline. He line.
3: throws to the outside. I know. Yeah,
2: yeah, and defensively, all that safety depth didn't really help stop Wild. Was it like three safeties he blew through on fourth and seven after a timeout? Yeah, it was
4: Jalen Mills, uh, Kyle Duggar, and. Uh, Was McCourty the other one?
3: Um, Might have been. Got to look.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Sounds right. Well,
2: Paul, you're completely correct. That was a huge mistake not testing Needham. It didn't make any sense. Um, And when they did, they made it happen. Well, I just
4: think, you know, and I'm not one of those guys that says, the other team has a good corner, so you can never throw the ball anywhere around him. But you wouldn't think you'd be Mm -hmm. picking, like, we're going to take our shots at him. And I thought they they openly tried to target him. I I don't know if maybe they felt – He's a guy that gets a little bit greedy and peeks into the backfield and they mm-hmm. could beat him. But, you know, at the same time, I'm not sure that Parker is the guy I want trying to do. You want to try to, like, see if you can catch him on Aguilar with a double move or something, a guy who can run? Um, that one would have made more sense to me. But, you know, what do I know? I don't know. I, I just thought yeah, Needham I just was thought a guy that us. was w- would have been targeted.
2: Feel bad for Tua. He he did everything he could to help us out. <laughs> he really
4: did.
3: With his receivers.
4: <laughs> Not yeah. only him. I thought Mike McDaniel. We. I mean, we don't have to turn this into the Dolphins post-game show. I'd have fired Mike McDaniel uh, in the <laughs> post-game. I don't care. He's won an O career and his one win <laughs> is against Belichick. That was as abysmal a performance of play calling in the last five minutes of a game with a 13-point lead as I've ever seen. The fourth quarter was ponderous. Egregious mistake. I'm just like that last drive was egregious. Everything that you could do to possibly lose a game, Mike McDaniel tried to have Tua do. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't even put it on Tua. I put it on the coach.
1: It was it was a bad. Hey, hey, Speed. Yeah. Thanks for calling in, buddy. How we about appreciate the flip it? to yeah, the yeah.
4: like the, the the end around flip to Waddle
1: oh, the, the fake jet sweep thing, which yeah.
4: worked. I mean, if they got like eight yards, and it would have been a bigger gain had they you know because of the clock. Waddle just dove but instead if, yeah. of you know risking fumble. You know, the only guy who actually knew they had a thirteen point lead evidently was Jalen Waddle. <laughs>
1: right,
4: but if Oof. anybody had made their way into the backfield, it's like you you that, you're pitching that, the ball oh, yeah, largely right. blind, Hardy. Yeah. So if the ball ends up on the ground there's a fair chance that it's going 70 yards the other way. And that's the only way you can lose the game. Right. Not just turning it over, but you're turning it over for a touchdown. Right. And you're asking to do it. And then after, after the two-minute warning, he comes out with, a with like, an RPO look and he throws a slant. <laughs> I'm telling you, I know you think I'm exaggerating. I'd have fired him in the, po- in the yeah. post-game show.
1: I would fire him.
4: I nice don't win. care what his record nice is. Nice win. Congratulations.
9: That, uh, don't, um, ever, don't ever <laughs> get in my
1: team again. The, the play coming out of the two-minute, <laughs> is that the one where the, the two of the left-handed quarterback ended up rolling left and then throwing back across? Is uh, that the one? Yeah.
4: I mean, he had a guy open. I think he kind of threw it into the ground on purpose, but, like, is gross. Sherfield, I think, gross. was in the, the steel. Is kicking a field goal to win it, and I think they no! missed it. No! They missed, they missed it. Off, off the, the upright. The wow, Ty, Ty is good for me. Uh, uh,
3: real quick, who it, says kicking
4: doesn't matter? Oh, really? Only you, Paul. Is Everybody it, else thinks it's important. <laughs> <laughs> is
3: it? Is it too late for me to put Max Flappy play calling armband on oh, the on the, really on the downlist? That was, was really bugging Deuce all day. The entire game. All game. I think I'd be one of those coaches, you know, the ones who are like, get mad if you don't have your chin strap buckled up, or you know, like I'm like. how? was that not distracting for you that thing was bugging the crap but once know. you pointed it out for the eighth time <laughs> it's all i could
1: see it's all i could see whenever the patriots run off can we can we to. get
3: some video pulled up of the uh the flappy uh, armband I, you uh, want to see it again <laughs>
1: like slow motion zoom in on it that's all you're going to be thinking about to begin with woof Oh my God! Oh, good. All right. Well, well, I just sound like tomorrow. Oh my God! <laughs> they're working on that. We'll talk to Steve in New York on the Patriots post game show eight five five Pats five hundred. Steve, what's going How's on, going, guys? Hey, hey, Steve.
6: Uh, you know. Yep. I was, that first drive was I was like, oh, maybe they did get it together. This is looking good. And then you know I know people are gonna be like, oh, well he got held up, and yeah, that's a rough call, but. I mean, we had opportunities, you know, we had opportunities to come back in this game and the offense just didn't. And and then you think to yourself, okay, you know, they got a lot of stuff they got to work on to fix. Don't worry, guys, they got three coaches that are going to get it all. You know, it's good to have, you know, three different solutions to this this problem. Yep. Um, you know, and then I look at over at Miami and I'm thinking, man, if Mac Jones had those weapons and uh, offensive coordinator, you know, how would that look? I mean, you look at Tua; they scored four, 13, what, 13 points. That's
10: it. Yeah. With
3: those weapons, like that's crazy. I mean, I, I, yeah, I I'm I not sure Mac Jones. Same. I was gonna <laughs> say I'm not
4: sure Mac Jones would have done any more. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I thought both quarterbacks yeah. were shaky today. I'm with you. Like I don't think it, Mac Jones was shaky because his he doesn't have any receivers. I, I just. I, you know we had a caller earlier, I think it was, was at speed asked about his decision making i mean, yeah, I don't think he was sharp today
11: do you do
6: you think that's the uh is that on the defense or is that on the quarterback
4: D- throwing the ball at the best cornerback is on the quarterback
6: no 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 is is the is the defense uh the reason why you know we struggle or is it our quarterback decision making sorry
4: I, don't, I mean, well, I give Miami credit. I'm not going to be one of these guys that just you know ignores the other team. And you know, I think Miami does have a pretty good defense. But I don't understand why you throw it at the best player on that said defense. On yeah. you know on the shot play, you're right. On on the first drive, I was looking at Deuce. I was like, you know, this is what we were expecting a little bit of. I thought the first drive had some mix. I thought yeah. they looked good. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. you, I think you sort of unplugged yourself by taking a first down too. First down shot into the end zone. I didn't. I didn't like the call. I didn't like the execution, and I didn't like the decision to throw into coverage. Again, I know it was a penalty. Howard should have been called for a penalty. They probably should have gotten a first down out of that play, either at the one yard line if it's interference, or at least five yards closer. But it doesn't it doesn't make up for the fact that it was an iffy call and a bad decision yeah. by Mac. Or the
6: third or run run the ball when your run game hasn't done anything all day on a third and three like why would you do
4: that well you're doing that because you know you're going for it on fourth down I actually (laughs) these guys will vouch for me I called that one before it happened
2: yes
1: I
4: said it's two down territory I wouldn't be surprised if they try to get a an inside handoff here to get the first down it didn't work (laughs) Miami was ready for it that one I'll give credit to the defense on Mm -hmm. but you're right that's that's a questionable decision you're down you're down two scores uh four yards isn't all you're looking for there you need more opportunities to make plays and get chunks so i agree with you on that one that was curious
6: well thanks guys you all have a wonderful day good
3: call steve
4: appreciate it thanks steve
6: all right a
4: lot of stuff to chew on there i like those calls where you can pick apart yeah really dig your teeth yeah little decent like decisions i like those yeah 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 Yeah. yeah Yeah. 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 he's just in travis kelsey's
1: still good oh uh matt matt in florida give uh give uh, paul something to sink his teeth into here what do you got for us
12: I just I, I'm sitting here just frustrated <laughs> and uh, yep. I'm just kind of shaking my head. I, I, I don't know where we're going, what we're doing with this with this offense. Um you know, Mac looks just startled out there. Are you there? Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, and I agree with everything you just said. Just,
3: just let it everything let you let it all you just said. Out. Let it all out.
12: He, he he's not he just doesn't look confident. He doesn't look like he's got a control of the offense. His decision-making, everything looks so shoddy and just, like, you just grind your teeth at every play that he makes. Um, you know, I just want to see what you guys thought about that and also well, maybe going with a two-tight-end set, like Aaron Hernandez, Rob Gronkowski. I mean, we got John U Smith,
4: yeah, Hunter they, Henry. They did that you know, extensively but, today. Yeah, they I did. I mean, they did. They they opened it that first drive was almost. I think it was entirely. Mike, you you these things.
3: Yeah, it was wasn't
4: it entirely twelve.
3: Yeah, I mean almost. I mean, I think pretty much whole game was twelve and eleven. No fullbacks. I mean, it was a lot simpler. Well, yeah, a but lot I mean, simpler overall. But, but yeah, the they, two tight was, ends. I think the whole first end. drive was two tight There's ends. There's plenty of two tight ends today. But uh, yeah, I mean they're just. I mean neither one is. You know Hernandez was so not, dynamic not in the th- open field, and Gronk was such a heavy blocker that those guys could you know were pluses in those. And I think Smith and 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 Henry are. Okay, receiving tight ends. That's that's about it, though. This is interesting. Do you,
12: so, how, how do you guys feel with Mac? I just this year, I don't know if it's the the offensive coordinator situation. Um, he just doesn't seem confident. No, he doesn't seem. I'll, I'll tell you that.
4: what. I, I mean, and I don't. I don't know anything at all. But they look, and he in particular looks like they don't believe in what they're doing.
1: Yes, yes, and and I think a big part of that is trying to to get some new things implemented uh, with a couple of guys who aren't completely confident in them either. And this is – look, I'm not – this isn't a personal attack. This isn't knocking anybody. I think Patricia and Judge both have, you know, strong coaching attributes. But you're asking them to implement an offense that, A, they themselves, probably not all that comfortable with – and you're trying to make other guys comfortable with it, and it's a recipe. What what it results in is having a guys out there looking not all that confident, not all that comfortable. Certainly not in week one.
3: I I mean, th- I'm going to disagree with you guys. I don't think it really matters. I, I just I think Mac looks exactly like what he looked like last year in Josh McDaniels' offense. This isn't like a you, big you, departure. You didn't think that he looked like maybe he a little a, more comfortable last year, okay? But. I, I mean, it's, it looks like the same, See, same don't, stuff to me. I, I don't want you, know?
4: you to, to mistake what I'm saying, and, and um, this is good. We might have something for the second hour, Hardy. Um, I, I don't want you to mistake this as I'm saying this is all Matt Patricia's fault. Oh, yeah, no, no. Or, I know. or, You're or Joe Judge's fault. Or Joe Judge's fault. Or with what they're doing Bill, specifically. They don't look like they're, 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 they're comfortable in what they're doing. Like, the players to me look like they're wondering – why again do we have defensive guys on the offensive side of the ball? Like, the, like there's a lack of conviction yeah, to me. I, and I, like don't, I, I don't know what that looks like. I, <laughs> you know, I, I was just going to say I may be reading way too much into yeah, yeah. it. No, and way I, too you know, much. I mean, and I, mean, I don't I, think. And look. let me state again: I don't think there was any issue today with play calling, with uh, the operation. They didn't look like they were scrambling around to get plays off. They didn't have any delay of games that, that I can remember. Um, they ran some tempo at times i didn't ha- i didn't see any problems with the operation as a whole today but i'm just wondering if maybe these players are believing in what they're doing
3: yeah. wondering i don't yeah. know no and, and I, I i your 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 point is received of, of what you're you're trying to say um you know i just i guess i just don't see enough difference between this year and last year as far as the output that's a fair point you know? that's a
4: fair point and one that w- that you and i will be harping on yeah, you throughout know, the, uh, the year because i know people are going to make a lot of this it's like
3: it's like a a, a, a floating pass on an out route is no matter what you do or don't believe about the offense yeah, that, that had is nothing. what it is
4: that had nothing to do with conviction you know That's so sure. so
3: I, you know i i get i get the point and they're definitely trying to do new things but at some point it's you know it's got to be better and you know i, I even i'm only, i'm even flirting with the with the kendrick Bourne stuff of you know like he's not even playing now, so like, you're mad are, at him like, to the
4: point where he plays one play. Because did he play any other snaps? I, as
3: far as I know, no. As far as I know, he got out there for one one play. And I mean, they're they're asking everybody about it now. Is it disciplinary? No, and you know he doesn't. And born saying in the locker room, he doesn't know what he has to do. But, um, you know, it's it's again, it's like you're you're kind of splitting hairs on things when you don't really have anybody that's performing for you right now, and you have another guy that had maybe one of the most positive performances coming out of 2021. And now, you know, not only can't you find the guys on the field, get them to perform, you've got, you know, a guy who did perform last year. Now he's in the doghouse. So, you know, it just goes back to my early point of like, where do you go? Like, where do you, are you suddenly hoping that, that this all like clicks and you know, they're (laughs) going to have like plus big plays that eliminate the need for every time we get the ball, we're going to have to string together 15 plays to get down the field because we're incapable of picking up more than seven yards in in a chunk. You know that that's my that's my concern. I just I just don't know if they've got
1: it in the bag. Uh, Brandon in Atlanta on the Patriots post game show. Brandon, what's up?
13: Man, man.
1: <laughs> Go ahead. We got gotcha.
13: you. Yeah, first I want to thank y'all because it seems like I'm gonna need y'all a lot this season to get through these losses. Because uh, I don't know, man. It looks like we might have a few, uh, uh, more than a few. Because we just don't look better than like a lot of the teams on our schedule
14: and i
13: truly don't know what we're supposed to do like it's like nothing has changed since the bye week last year where we just fell to pieces and it's like i don't know man it's like i don't know who to blame i don't know if i should blame anybody it's just like you know i can't blame belichick completely because it's like he didn't tell carl davis to go out there and knock the center over on a fourth and one and pretty much escort the uh you know three points onto the board for the Dolphins and you know the the uh the holding call and first of all let me just say I'm I'm kind of you know struggling with trying to figure out what happened because I couldn't get the game in any form or fashion down here and uh I had to listen to it like it was 1968 or something so I'm struggling to know what's really happening but um from the clips I'm seeing it's just like we still miss some tackles, important tackles, still undisciplined, and and jumping off sides, and and still, you know, just it just seems like we're the same exact team from the after the bye week, which yep. we were horrible yep. after the bye week. We looked good one time against Jacksonville, and everybody looked good against Jacksonville. So I'm just like, I don't know what to think, and I'm like Mike, I'm like we we still look the same, and I'm struggling to figure out why Kendrick Bourne isn't playing because clearly he. Had a, a spark. He gave the offense a spark that one play. But I mean, is that even enough? I'm, and the offensive line still looks, like, excuse me, the same. And I'm just, I'm just confused. I well, mean, don't get me wrong. Week one, and I'm never going to not support my team. Like I, we can go 0 and 17, and I'll still be a diehard Patriots fan. But man, I'm gonna lose the little bit of hair right there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, Brandon, and and to your point, thank you for the call. Um, no, you can't blame Belichick for the, uh, for Carl Davis uh, jumping offside on that play. As a matter of fact, I believe he called a timeout specifically before that play to yeah. tell them not to. Yeah. Do My that. guess
4: is that was that was part of the message. Yeah, that was <laughs> well, really bad. That's the entire message. So, so real quick, you know, Mike ahead. and I, you know, yep. we're getting a lot of um, you know intel from our, our people. The pressers are done uh, at the stadium. Mac Jones is unavailable, uh, and they're saying due to a back injury. Yep. Do you have more? Than, uh, no, than that? just
3: that. I mean, that is. It seems like that was what was told to the media. That's not even you know inside information. So right. not available for his post game interview. So I-, I wonder if that was the the sack right off the top, the fumble when he just got smoked yep. from behind. I yep. mean, that was absolutely you know, as as and and it's just it's frustrating because I think that was like the ultimate fear after watching the, the, the pass protection struggles during the summer, and it's like, well, these guys are going to get Mack killed. Like, you know, like, this season's going to be over. These guys can't protect him. And then it's exactly what seems to have happened. We'll see, you know, what's up with Mac and if, if he's able to go. But, I mean, I think if that is the case, I think he showed some of the, you know, the toughness he's kind of known for to hang in there. Um, I don't, I don't want to, like, you know, assume when it was or, or, or anything. but
6: No, but
4: that's logical, Mike. He, he took a good uh, – well, you know what? Did he get hit that hard in the, on that play? I thought the guy kind of – I mean, I'd like yeah. to see it. If we can get that one – we're asking a lot of the people. <laughs> get peep, his flappy thing peeps, and then get his Get his flappy him thing and then get that strip sack again. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's not ideal. Week one, you're already dealing with potential injury issues. Um yeah, I mean that would be a major one because I'm not sure what you're planning on doing without having him in the uh, in the fold. Would this uh, with this, with this, do? I just missed it.
1: <laughs> uh, oh yeah, here it comes. Uh, we. Um, nah, no, you're yeah. right. I thought I mean, he I thought he gave a flyby yeah. and went for the ball. Yeah. I, that's what I kind of remembered live. Yeah. Uh, we have it coming down to the wire here between uh, Pittsburgh and the Bengals. There's already one 2020
4: on tie in the books, but between Indy and Houston. But I think Pittsburgh's going to have another shot to win it with a field goal here on the
3: last play.
1: And we also have Claire checking in on Twitter. Uh, she said, "I had the flappy armband on my bad list too, Deuce." Yeah. So a lot of people like I don't concurring. want to make a big deal of it, but I, I but, I but do, you made a big deal. But I do it. think it's I like, like it.
3: it's something that is just not like let's get ourselves ready to play like i, I don't know I, I get bugged by that kind of stuff but it's
4: kind of like when you give up runaway rushers maybe if you had an offensive coordinator and <laughs> an offensive line coach you wouldn't do that you know some things can stick in your craw like that, that that's mine you you got the floppy armband
1: <laughs> we're gonna step aside here for a moment we have <laughs> uh, we have a, a lot to get to here and the report that uh, mac jones um dealing with uh, a back issue after the game, and that is why he is not available for his post-game presser. We will have the head coach and his uh, post-game press conference coming up for you. You guys want to stick around long enough to see if uh, this game ends in a tie or not? It's I'm going to say he he's going to miss it. We got a
4: 53-yarder. I think he misses. I mean, I think he makes this one. He hit the upright on the last one.
1: Pittsburgh with a chance to win at the cup. Uh,
3: right kick is down, down, down the middle. middle. Close enough. to All right, middle. good. I was worried Pittsburgh was going to be coming off a loss and being even madder, and they would have been really tough next week, but they're coming off a win. They're going to relax.
4: That's that's wonderful deuce optimism. We haven't had any of that for the last five hours. Sorry, I am trying to dig, up, was dig it up a
3: little bit there.
1: So okay. the Steelers get a win in overtime, 23-20. The Patriots lose 20-7 to in their season opener in Miami. We want to thank Cyber Reason, the presenters of the Patriots postgame show. Great defenders don't just play on the field. They're also protecting your company and data. Cyber Reason on a mission to end ransomware and keep your business undefeated against cyber attacks. Learn more at cyberreason.com. .com/ransom
10: TouchView Interactive is here to support your hybrid learning, distance learning, and video conferencing needs with easy-to-use tools that allow end users to collaborate, interact, and present seamlessly. TouchView Interactive offers a comprehensive line of accessories and software to support your audio audiovisual needs. Outfit your classrooms and presentation spaces with the future of interactive display technology. Visit touchview.com for more info. Offered by the Okers Company. Celebrating 100 years of service and support.
5: This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless saving in one efficient stroke.
9: Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark. Understanding and ending every threat to your organization. On computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason. and cyber attacks. From endpoints to everywhere.
10: TouchView Interactive is here to support your hybrid learning, distance learning, and video conferencing needs. With easy-to-use tools that allow end users to collaborate, interact, and present seamlessly, TouchView Interactive offers a comprehensive line of accessories and software to support your audio needs. Outfit your classrooms and presentation spaces with the future of interactive display technology. Visit touchview.com for more info. Offered by The Oakers Company, celebrating 100 years of service and support.
5: This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless saving in one efficient stroke.
9: Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark. Understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason. and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere.
0: Starts now Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. We're right
3: next to the Kenny Chesney beer, uh, like, alcohol room. Yeah, oh, like yeah. The, there's just, like, vodka
0: and Drunk girls over there, like
3: they were doing, like during the game, somebody was getting tested for fun. I don't know what's going on. I wish I was with them though. That might have
1: made this game a little bit more tolerable.
0: Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy.
1: A lot of good emails to get to here at Web Radio Pat's Five Hundred. Thank you, Matt, sending those to me. We'll get to them here. We got all the calls coming in here too.
3: Oh, here's here's the flappy. Look at just flapping in the wind, flapping (laughs)
1: in the wind. And he's, like, messing with it, too. I, is it a malfunctioning armband? Is I mean, that should the be some Velcro
3: on there to, to, to keep it down. But, I mean, credit to the guys in the booth for digging this up. But, I mean, it was uh, once, once you see it, you can't stop seeing it. So there's stuff on the inside of the flap as well as down
1: below, right? I know. And I thought it was supposed to be a
3: simplified offense. We need three pages on on the armband of well, it? Like it <laughs> there's
1: at least two, but maybe you could decide, you know what? These ones on top aren't even working. <laughs> we'll just get
3: rid of that would have been great if he just ripped it off and threw it, like, you know. Yeah, the,
1: the, None of the, all these places. They suck. <laughs> Nobody wants to. Well, we don't even know how to run them.
3: <laughs> That's funny. Let's fix that, though. If he was healthy, I, I, I'd, like, bait somebody into asking him about it this week just so then he would be like, oh, I, I got to fix that. People are Somebody
1: would have asked him, I think, anyway. <laughs> it was obvious. The flappy thing bothering you, Mac? Yeah. All right. How about Trey and Dallas here on the uh, Patriots postgame show? Patriots end up losing their regular season opener in Miami. 20-7 to is the final. Trey, what do you have for us? Trey. Good job, Hardy. Someone, someone the third. Give me the gun, Trey. Yep, it's not there. (laughs) Stop it. Uh, Robin in Florida. Go ahead, Robin. What's up?
14: Yes, um, thank you for having me. Uh, I don't know. It's just very frustrating that we lose to a guy that can barely throw 10 yards down the field. I mean, how does that happen? Was that five wins in a row for him? my, my but
4: you can barely throw a 5 yards down the field too. That's that's is kind of offset it, itself. That, yeah.
14: That. Uh, why does Bill make his life so difficult? I mean, where are the dynamic people on this roster? Where, where are the Jamar Chase's, the Aaron Donald's, the Joe Burrow's? I really think that Bill had a false sense of security when Brady was here that he could turn all this garbage, and, 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 you know, and win Super Bowls. He needs to understand that, that that's no longer the case. We, we need difference makers. We need playmakers. We need dynamic people. Can you name anybody on this roster that makes your toes tingle? No. And, and, and Greg Popovich, the smugness of his interviews, once Tim Duncan was gone, what, what was Greg Popovich? And Bill was the same way, the ego. It's
1: just, I'm sorry. All right, Uh, it's it's all right, Robin. No, I I, listen. I I'm saying this only half tongue in cheek. Bill is, in some ways, making his life uh, more difficult by not having you know guys like that on the roster. In other ways, he is making his life. Much more uh, pleasant and livable by surrounding himself with players and coaches that he likes. He told us this a couple of years ago. At this at this stage in his career, he just wants to he wants to work with people that he likes and respects. And I think that's what you have in Matt Patricia. That's what you have in Joe Judge. That's what you have with a uh, a number of players on this team. These are guys that he wants to coach and guys that he wants to coach with. And it's it's difficult at you know at any stage at 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 this point to say well this is wrong you don't know what you're doing it's it's very early to you know call bill out i'm not an in bill we trust guy but uh, to say well that's the wrong way of, of doing things it could very well end up being the wrong way of doing things if he doesn't get maybe something going with these guys or replace them with someone who can put together a better offense and execute better on offense but to say that he's making himself miserable by doing this he doesn't seem miserable he hasn't seemed miserable <laughs> in this in this training camp and early on in this season does bill seem like he's really out of sorts i mean at times i would be <laughs> at times he's been i would be too but <laughs> at
2: <laughs> times <laughs> it's
4: been a little up and down i i thought i'll tell you one thing that i've really noticed about bill that and i think we heard a clip of his halftime um interview today you know like is 17 nothing at the half. You got strip-sacked for a touchdown. You gave up a fourth-and-seven touchdown from, like, 40 yards out, and the head coach of the six-time Super Bowl champion Patriots is telling you how much you've been better, but you just keep making mistakes. Like, that's not Bill Belichick to me. That's Bill Belichick with this current group trying to make sure that he's keeping their spirits up. And tell him it's yeah. not that bad. We could do this. We got this. We could we could do that. It's the same thing with after the the Raiders game with the, you know, we we left it all on the practice field, and then earlier this week I think he said we had a good day. Of, like, yeah. I think he's really going out of his way to accentuate some positives
3: that, I, frankly, I don't really think exist. I think you're totally right. I mean, I think that's the, you know, and I think I I think he understands that you know he needs to have a certain display publicly about his team and that that's going to get back to them. So I I, I think you've got a really good point. I don't think that this team has the, uh, the mental toughness perhaps to, to withstand the honest, you know, Bill Belichick feedback. I mean, I think he's trying to pull them together and he's trying to get it, but I agree with what the caller said. I mean, and, and I, and it's, and I, and I don't think it's just Brady. I mean, that's certainly a huge, huge, huge piece of it, but you know, it's just, it's those drafts. If he hadn't gotten Gronk, he hadn't gotten Edelman, like, you know, game changing players in the draft, you know, it it sounds easy. Oh, we'll just go out and get Jamar Chase. Like, oh, just you know, like you know, it's you can't just sign all those guys in free agency. You got to draft them, and sometimes you got to draft them high. But you know, there just haven't been enough hits on, in terms of the offensive pieces to to push the
1: pace. Uh, let's go to uh, Tony in Canada here. Tony, what do you have for us?
7: Hey guys. Uh, well, I'm just thinking about the game. Of course, disappointed with the loss, and uh, the one thing I guess that really upsets me more than anything else is. I think somewhat the position that we're in is was somewhat self-conflicted, and, and let me tell you what I mean by that. It's the offensive line. You know, uh, we lost two two linemen, Ted Karras and Shaq Mason. We replaced them with a rookie, and uh, we and and uh, Bill knew that, uh, Belichick knew that because then then we also have Isaiah Wynn who's got a who's got suspect play has and he's got an injury history, and Trent Brown with the same uh, injury history. So I know you know some things are out of our control, but I'm wondering, uh, was this self-inflicted?
4: I, I, yeah, I was going to say those things. Way. Yeah, you you make a good point because those things weren't out of your control. You chose to to have Shaq Mason shipped off, and look what Tampa Bay did. Like they just cut his you know his cap number in half, you know, um, or, or or something like that. They they did a restructure with him, just like the Patriots did with John o Smith. So you could have you didn't have to be in this situation. It's a good point that that Tony makes. Exactly.
7: And Michael Wenyu is another guy who I love him, but I mean, with us trying to change our, our, you know, zone blocking and and scheme, he doesn't really fit into that. You know, the most valuable player we have right now, I believe, is Mac Jones. And things are hard enough, but we're not putting him in a position to be successful. The only place he's going to go to this year is either going to go to the x-ray room or the hospital. And this is just the first game. I don't know how he's going to survive if he has That's to be one. running for his life all season
4: long. How many games do you think the Patriots will lose this year? Is that? Are you really asking me? Yeah, you guys. I mean, you guys think they'll lose eight, eight nine games? games? Yeah. I, I will guarantee you that we will get that call after every one of the losses. It's not Mac. They've they've put him in this position, and oh, I uh, see what th- you're And saying. this is where I'm going to take your side of the street, Mike, and not necessarily talk about the operation and the coordinators and all that. They have plenty to be a representative offense. Do they have what it takes to be the best offense in football? No, they're not that talented. But I'm sorry, with Devontae Parker and Jacoby Myers and Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne with uh, Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris and Hunter Henry and John O. Smith, you should be at least a good offense, a fair, a fairly good offense. That's not uh, Mac Jones didn't play well today. No, that's uh, that's not the coach's fault that they didn't play, you know. I I'm not telling you this is ideal what they have, but that's going to happen all year long. Every time they don't do anything offensively, it's not going to be Mac Jones and their guys on offense, it's going to be the coaches.
1: It's going to happen all year. And Mac Jones is the most valuable player on the Patriots as much as the quarterback is the most valuable player right. on 28 30 teams. You know, there are very few instances where you can't look at a team and say most of the most important, and most valuable player is the quarterback. Yeah, in today's NFL, that's that's who that's going to end up I being. Agree. I do, I'm not disagreeing with it, but to say that he's the best thing you got going right now, not based on that performance today. No, and how far back do you got to go? Jacksonville last year
3: to to feel like like this is well, what I think Mac Jones should be. I mean, you, you're you're just you're losing recent memory of, of what he's done. I, I, you know, it's just. At some point, they've got to turn things around and, and turn in a really good performance against a good team. And right now is the way that things are going from the preseason and from last year. They, they can't do it against a good team. And he has to. Yeah, he, he has to. specific. Right? Sure. That's what
4: yeah. Mike's talking about. It. And Mike, you know, we had a caller a little while ago that said, you know, this is just looks like a continuation of after the bye last year. Well, what's the common denominator? Another good team. You know? Yeah, like when? Detroit's coming. Sorry. Chicago's coming. You know, I'm sure he'll light it up in those games. But th- they're going to need to, they're, they're going to need to play better. I, you know, I didn't want to make you feel. No, bad. you,
1: can. you they, can. Did
4: they lose thirty eight, thirty five? Was that a final?
1: Well, and well, that's the problem with Detroit is that they're, you know, that <laughs> they're going to put up. I'll tell you, 24 they put up, points. They put up thirty five against the Patriots. They'll have a, <laughs> every bit of a chance to win. Yeah, if they go up against Just a lesser team, or Alba, how many are they going to put up twenty, twenty three? Uh, uh, Should have bit a couple more kneecaps. A couple kneecaps short. <laughs> a couple of couple of ankles and kneecaps short of a victory today. I like those guys. That was that was a, I good, t- that was
3: a good season I've of, se- of look, Hard Knocks. I, se- I don't. I haven't watched it in a long time, and I was. Back I've
1: been sa- I've been saying it since week one of Hard Knocks. They're going to be the most entertaining and the most likable five and twelve team <laughs> of all time. <laughs> Patty, what's going on, buddy? We're on their way. 0 and one.
15: Hey, what's up, everyone?
3: Hey, oh, not
1: the Patriots.
15: <laughs> yeah, um, like I. I like I said in the pregame show, I wasn't expecting a win, but I, I didn't think it was going to be that ugly. Um, the first drive, I was I was like, where the hell was this offense during the preseason? And then the pick comes, and then they just they they just I think from there they just completely unraveled. And Paul, I think earlier in the show, I'm sort of paraphrasing what you said. I don't think it's I don't think it was as bad as it looked, but it it was still bad. And going back to what I said in the preseason, I mean, if they don't figure out something on this offensive line. And a lot of the people that are talking like self-inflicted wounds, it's the truth. I mean, they, they created this problem for themselves. It's going to be a long season. And I, I hope to God that Max are right. um, And I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm not going to overreact. I want to see what happens within the next few weeks. But today was ugly. It's a lot uglier than I thought it was going to look. All
4: right. I would agree with that. I didn't expect it to be that ugly offensively, no. even though that's what we saw all summer. I just thought in a game situation it would look better. A um, couple of quick things. We haven't, we're not going to move ahead to Pittsburgh yet week two, but T.J. Watt feared to have uh, suffered a torn peck, uh, and I think Cam Haywood also got hurt. So, oh geez. That, that's, the, like, that, that's the heart <laughs> of that defense is that defensive <laughs> yeah. line just makes life uh, torture on, on quarterbacks. And uh, maybe there is still a little Patriots left. Yeah, uh, you know, that Patriots magic.
3: Because <laughs> that's that what that what that's what happens. Oh, I mean, do you want hey, let's uh let's not block TJ Watt next week. That that's something I'm looking forward to not seeing is is an unblocked TJ Watt coming off the edge to like break Brian Hoyer maybe in half.
1: Like I don't think you could play with a torn pack. <laughs> Paul just gave us a uh, Jaws <laughs> quote without even really really oh, almost. He was one word off. Well, wait, so, wait. so that's what happened. So, <laughs> so this, this is, is what, what happens. happens. You said that's what happens. There's no smoking
3: in here. Right. Do not smoke in here. So this is what happens.
1: I don't
10: know
3: what he says in the, uh, in the... In the uh, oh, and there, there, there's the Chrissy Watkins' body, and, there, uh, and he holds the arm up. It sounds almost like it's dubbed. Uh, thank you. Oh, my God. So this is what happens. So this is what
1: happens.
4: I don't remember that Close line. Richard Dreyfus. yeah. Well, I know the scene that you're talking about, oh, but I don't remember this that was line. was not a boat accident. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Should I have a glass of water, please? <laughs> Let's
1: get to some of these. That's good.
3: I got some levity off that Jaws moment. There we go. Thank you.
1: Let's get some uh, emails going here. You can uh, email the show, Webradio at uh, uh, whatever it is, uh, <laughs> Patriots.com. <laughs> Webradio at Patriots.com. Also, uh, feel free to call in, 855 PATS500. We have a couple of open phone lines. Oh, we haven't had them here for the start of the show, but we oh. do now. Web radio, uh, uh, Justin Herbert to Keenan Allen. Oh, what a throw and catch. Ah some good games here. We've had some good games here. The Patriots Dolphins game was not a good game, but yeah, all there's the some other good games four
4: o'clock games here. Chargers Raiders is a good
1: matchup, but uh, you know chiefs Chiefs Cardinals, not not a terrible matchup. Uh, we'll start with Efren in Hollywood. Uh, congratulations on the Patriots scoring a touchdown. Maybe the Patriots should have a training camp in Miami to get better results. Secondly, Belichick seemed disinterested in the sidelines. Finally, Smith and Aguilar are soft. On to the 2023 NFL Draft. Wow. You think we're pessimistic? That's a lot. Yeah. Smith?
3: Yeah. What's his, what what what's the criticism of Smith I today? I cut, thought he was fine. I he like caught that. two
4: balls and, and made, like, the fifth guy that hit him tackle him. Like, right. He looked like he may have been a little shaken up on the second one. You're thinking that's why he's soft, I'm
3: wondering, maybe? I did. This. You know, I, I know mean, Aguilar, he fumbled. That was tough. You know. That was a tough play. I mean, I was, and I put Aguilar on the down list for that, but it was still. But
4: I know that's why he said that he thought that Aguilar was soft. Yeah,
3: I he, mean, he these are these are the, the least of my worries right now. Uh, uh, I, he, yeah. Here's,
1: I, here's another one, under the subject line observations. It's the, uh, only the first game, but in my opinion, this offense is being treated very similar to Mac's first season. It's going to take time. Probably won't hit their stride until week six or eight. Uh, I get the impression the playbook is incredibly scaled back due to the fact there's been a slight change in philosophy. With that being said, Mac looked awful. Came across like an unprepared backup. Struggling against the Blitz and any passes that were deep were lofted like he was using a pitching wedge. I understand that there's a lower success rate with deep balls, but he was not close on many of them besides the one to Bourne. Any successful pass plays were all short or very intermediate routes, which is not going to help win many games. First of all, the the notion that you're not going to hit your stride until week six or eight, I mean, and and that may very well be the case. Right,
4: but because if, that's, when the, that's when the stretch comes. But if Detroit, Chicago, Cleveland, the Jets, that's like week five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, that's when they're going to hit their stride. Yes, I guess okay.
1: the, the worst teams in the league. Yes. Yep. So that that is... One way of saying it, you're hitting your stride. Another way of saying it is just you're playing bad teams. And by the way, I mean, there's a lot of even average teams that figure out a way to play good football before week seven or eight. Right. I mean, it, 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 I don't think we're asking too much. To figure things out, maybe don't extend the preseason by a month. Maybe only by a couple few weeks. Can you hit your stride by week four? Probably not this year, but... At least show us that you've got some idea of how to play the game and the offense that you want to run before that stretch of games against the Lions and the Jets.
3: It's just I, I feel like this is kind of a vestige of of the olden days where it was like, Well, we'll screw around the first couple months, you know, we'll probably be six and two and you know, and then we'll really find our stride. It's like it's
1: not you don't have team. that team anymore. It's not that team. Like
3: if you don't figure it out till week six, like you could be two and four, you could be one and five, like they need to start figuring some stuff out, must and, and, and pretty quick,
4: like week two. There's no is a must win, and I'm not talking about like they can't do this or that. No. They need to find to, to a way to have some success against a team that's a, at their level. They've proven that they can beat up at teams on teams that aren't at their level. They need to do it on teams that are better than them or as good as they are. I think Pittsburgh is probably as good as they are. You know, Trubisky, much like Tua, I think will probably hold them back a little bit. This but, this needs to be a win next week, or you're staring at 0 and four.
3: Yeah, and still some some good pieces on that on that Pittsburgh offense. Najee Harris. I mean, you know, the, George Pickens, the rookie. I mean, there's 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 some pieces to contend with too.
1: Uh, Charles. And, uh, Charles,
3: Charles was on
1: hold for three minutes. Okay, Fred. Forget it. Listening in Miami or wherever you are. Three minutes. He was on hold. Okay, I can just see him chuckling. Charles DeMar. Daniel in Springfield is up next. Hello, Daniel. Are on the Patriots post game show? What's going on? Oh, Najee Harris left hey, early with good foot injury. Hey, good afternoon,
11: guys.
6: Hey, <laughs> hey,
4: Daniel. Are you
1: serious? Yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Although if Mac I is totally hurt,
14: I guess with that's. I all uh, the opinion yeah. and everything that was said. You know, we, we came in very soft today. Looking at everything that took down and took place today, everyone playing their game, playing their positions, and today there was just too many cooks in the kitchen on on the offense.
1: Uh, or not enough? I, maybe a bunch of sous yeah. chefs in the kitchen. Uh, you know, there's too no, many. yeah. Well, too many, or it's, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's too many, or I, I I don't know if it's not enough. But I also know that, um, you know, your line cooks have to know what they're doing too. You've got, you know, there should be a chef. There should be maybe a sous chef. There should be a, a bunch of people in there who all know how to work in the kitchen. And I and. I, I don't know how long I want to keep this metaphor going, but it's not just on the coaches. Some real execution issues, too, on the part of the players. I mean, let's, let's yeah. keep it real.
3: I mean, I think. I mean, for the most part, people are going to make of it what they want, and whatever they think was the issue, uh, they're going to continue to say that. I, I, I just don't know what to hold on to to think like this definitely isn't the issue. Like, I don't even know what definitely isn't the issue. You know, like I think everything is an issue. I think Max
1: play is right, an issue. Right, right,
3: right, right. I think the overall. That's what's, like, what's going to be the. That's what's going to be the most uh, find something to latch
1: infuriating. On. With saying like, Mac isn't the issue here. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> in the back, it's part of it. <laughs> Part of it the way he played today, that's part of it. You can't play like yeah, that. I'm not
4: telling you they lost because of Mac Jones. I'm not telling you the offense has looked bad because of Mac Jones. I'm telling you Mac Jones hasn't played well. That's all I'm telling you. I'm not blaming it on him.
1: I'm just saying he hasn't been part of the solution. Um Okay, there we go. Uh, Another email here. Let's go to South Carolina for this email. We just spoke, tried to speak to somebody in North Carolina. Uh, I feel like the old offense would have been more effective today, Uh, missing the James White screen game. Both Harris and Stevenson were strong early, expected more hurry-up offense in the second half. Refs were still in preseason mode and missed a few calls. That's from Mike in South Carolina.
3: Uh, I mean, I thought the calls were all – pretty even. There was I, mean, a, I, I thought Howard should have been to. called in the yeah, end zone yeah. for the
4: hold. I thought there were calls on Miami that I wouldn't have made.
3: Yeah, I, I th- thought they made those up. Nothing really stood out to me with those. but.
1: Uh, here's one from Aaron. I know it's only oh. game one, but oh. there's not much to be excited about. The team has no big playmakers. Yes, Mike, do Just so. a
3: quick update. Tom Palacero. X-rays were negative on Patriots. QB Mac Jones is injured back. Per source he'll be evaluated further when the team gets back to Foxborough. All
1: right. Maybe he needs uh, a little TheraGun Mini. Yeah, I, would, I mean, I would
4: expect him. I mean, I I would expect him to play. I mean, I kind of agree with the way Mike said it about a half hour ago. I think he showed some toughness last year. I, I mean, I would expect that, unless this, you know, in, in the fact that it's negative. So maybe they feared that it was something
3: like a disc you know, or something.
4: Oh, maybe something broken or something in in, in the Cray. back. You know, I don't know like a crack, crack river. A or you know, I don't know dealing I with mean, a disc problem I just, yeah i mean i don't know it could be anything it's, it's right? not
3: exactly it's not great to it, have your quarterback banged up and it's not confidence inspiring when you're talking about he needs he needs to turn things around and, and needs to play better and, and now we might have to do it with with Ooh. a back injury that that's affects kind of everything
4: that's a penalty
1: how could they not call this oh wait a minute maybe they did here's one from tony other than the offense defense and special teams <laughs> i really don't see any issues how was the show <laughs> Coaching takes a good team far but coaching only takes an untalented team so far. Let's hope for eight wins and accept that it could very well be less. That's from Tony.
3: Yeah, I mean look, nobody I like I I I I want to buy into the great coaching can can pull a team up by the bootstraps and, you know, make them play above their level, but like it has to start at a certain level of 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 football being being played cleanly. And right. that's like why I put my keys the way I did. It's like I don't even think you can get to that point if you can't avoid making critical mistakes on on fourth downs, on, you know, on, on got to have it plays near the end zone where you got to put it in for a touchdown. Like, you know, they're just, they're not, not beating themselves yet. You know, like, I think Bill always says like first you got to learn how to not beat yourself. Like I feel like we're still stuck on square one. We've been on square one since last year of, can we get past the, like let's at least give our chance to win the game, give ourselves a chance. Like, I mean, I'm sure everybody out there is probably wondering in some part of their brain of, well, what would this have looked like if Mac had thrown a touchdown to Devontae Parker on that first play? And hey, we got a great start. We're feeling good about ourselves. You know, would things have been different? I don't know. They probably would have been roughly the same, but that's where the details are. It's in those little moments that they just can't get right yeah. over the last. And I would agree. Is, I mean, like games? those
4: kinds of things, a change of a play like that could make a dramatic uh, difference. But the the fact of the matter is, is they haven't proven they can make those plays.
1: The
4: know, it's sh- the same thing about the Buffalo playoff game. Right? He had a good little drive going. He converted a couple of third downs,
1: one with his legs.
8: Yeah. You
3: know,
1: looked like he was really yep. – He threw a pick in the end zone. Yep.
3: Right. Right. Again, more of the same.
1: Uh, Ellen Packer Country wants to know, has the ship sailed on considering this a well-coached team? Heard it throughout the offseason. Patriots have a coaching advantage in almost every matchup. I agree that Bill is a great coach. However, stupid mistakes and turnovers have become staples of this team the past three years. These are the things we make fun of other teams for. Bill yep. can't coach everyone individually. Is this ultimately a poorly coached team? How do you call this uh, in the pregame? Uh, everyone wants to give the coaching matchup. Advantage Patriots. Advantage but they don't Patriots. want to talk about all the different coaches. They want to talk about the head coach and stop there. Head coaching today, even with the loss, the Patriots were still at the advantage. I still give them the advantage. Right, and based if- on the way Mike McDaniel uh, call plays, I would, I, I'd still say it. How about everybody else? How about everything else?
3: I mean, whatever it is, it's it's not translating. It's not translating to performance, and it's it's no, never you know been consistent. You see it against some of the crappy teams when they play them, but it's not. They don't. I mean, they don't. You know, where's the advantage? They they keep
1: making stupid mistakes. Uh, let's try Brad and Charlotte again. Brad, what's going on?
6: Hey guys, how's it going? Good. I just wanted to get your
13: thoughts on uh, Belichick as a GM. Overall, right now, and in the past couple years, um, and when you look at it, it all shifts blame right to his doorstep as far as the whole Brady issue, the whole uh, you know staff hiring, you know with offensive you know coaches this year, um, overall roster, the draft picks bust. You know, what 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 are your thoughts on all that, and how, how it can, and obviously you know he's not going to be leaving probably anytime soon. But well, I mean, what are your thoughts on all that?
3: I mean, I think it's all accurate. I mean, I I start with the draft. I mean, I start with the draft, and, and, you know, I think had they not drafted Gronk and McCourty and, you know, those guys that they got in 10 and 11 and 12 that kind of set the stage for 14, 16, 17, 18, they didn't get those guys this time. You know, the, the 15, 16, 17 drafts, when you're winding down with Edelman, when you're winding down with Gronk, they didn't get offensive game changers in the draft. And so they had to go out and try to get some of those guys in free agency, not, you know, tier 1A kind of guys, but they... You know, I, I can't totally fault them. They went, you know, guys who are still in their 20s, coming off their first contract. So it's not like you're getting a bunch of old guys trying to build a future with those guys. But you know, I mean, I think all of it is open to criticism. But for me, it, it the, the the core of it is just not finding those tier tier one type players, especially in offense right now.
1: All right, we're gonna step aside here for a moment. We will hear from head coach Bill Belichick here in the next segment. Uh, it's, it, it, not, not a long time at the podium today, but we uh, still want to hear what uh, the head coach has to say. Uh, that'll be coming up here on our Patriots pulse game show presented by
10: Cyber Reason. TouchView Interactive is here to support your hybrid learning, distance learning, and video conferencing needs. With easy-to-use tools that allow end users to collaborate, interact, and present seamlessly, TouchView Interactive offers a comprehensive line of accessories and software to support your audio-visual needs. Outfit your classrooms and presentation spaces with the future of interactive display technology. Visit touchview.com for more info. Offered by The Oakers Company, celebrating 100 years of service and support.
5: This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless saving in one efficient stroke.
9: Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark. Understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere.
10: touch view interactive is
0: join the conversation by calling the ace ticket hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com my mac jones impression is like marty mccly that's what what i'm like shooting for (laughs) yeah it was a really tough game again live from our studios inside gillette stadium here's hardy
1: we have another explanation here uh, via email this one uh, coming from jeremy From the Cape, he says, uh, oh, not really, but I wish it was there. He says, uh, coaching brain drain is the problem. Belichick likes to groom his coaches over several years. Flores, Patricia, Judge, Josh McDaniels took head coaching jobs, uh, brought other coaches from the team with them. This loss and expedited promotions of the current staff has created a brain drain. Credit Fred Kirsch for the term. This necessitated hiring from outside the organization, but Belichick has chosen not to do this.
3: I don't know. I can't uh. chase all these things like <laughs> brain drain, but at the same time, like well, Matt Patricia and Joe Judge have been there like a combined thirty years, so I you know. Right, but ah. offensively, they're new. <laughs>
4: um, yeah. No, I mean, I think that they have lost a lot of coaches. Uh, you know, is that the the reason they're in this situation? I don't know. I don't have a, a ton of faith that, like Hardy said in the pregame show. I don't have a ton of faith in, in all of these guys. I mean, some of them have been here for like a year or two. You know, Vinny Sinceri and, you know, uh, Ross Douglas. And, and I'm not saying all these guys have major jobs, but you used to have guys that were around six, seven, eight years as position coaches. Now it seems like you have uh, former lacrosse coaches that have been here for, for four or five. Like, I, I don't know. Well, I
1: also think it – I don't think it's ideal. No, but, not, I, th- but I think it, it, it not ideal. <laughs> I think it would be good better luck. to bring in somebody that, you know, the offensive line coach is just mind-numbing to me. When you have Matt Patricia, who is supposed to be your offensive line coach, but he's also the de facto offensive coordinator, are you telling me you couldn't get somebody from the college ranks who has a pretty good understanding of how the offensive, yeah, how zone blocking is supposed to work See, with the offensive that's line? That's
4: my thing. If you but,
1: wanted to change things, then that would have given you an opportunity to go and
4: find somebody. Like, if you wanted to ch- if you wanted to keep it the same, I would understand keeping the guys that you know that have been involved in the system. If you wanted to change things, which I think they've done, I don't really understand why you needed to, to do it the way they did it.
1: And, and you know, hang on to Patricia, and also I have them try and do both. But, right, there's got to be a dozen guys out there who understand the zone blocking on the offensive line, have some experience with it, that you could have hired to, to come in here and do that. Like, yeah. Why not at the very least do that?
3: But I think, and you know, I mean, and, you know, not even devil's that, but I think they want to do it their way. You know, they don't want to let just some guy come in and, and have his own terminology. Now, we got to catch up to you. No, like you were going to do it, you know, like, but you know, and I'm not saying, but this. that's I my know, point. I, w- I, I think have.
4: they've done that. I think they've changed the terminology. Mm-hmm.
1: So that would have given you an opportunity. Who cares who's. If you're changing it, who cares who's changing it? <laughs> yeah, they want to do it their way. I wanna do the show my way. I wanna do the show with my pants off. But you know I'm what? Out. Just like the Patriots, it looks bad and the result is unsettling. Well, so you don't To eat-
3: us. Yes. I just I I don't know. I, I struggle with all this stuff because I don't know jack crap about what the real Shanahan quote unquote offense is that now everybody's an expert like six months ago no one knew what a wide zone was and now everyone's like well the wide zone we're doing the wide zone <laughs> I so agree. they don't know I like so what agree are you talking about like you know <laughs> oh, are, they so gonna, are they gonna go back to the old office like what do you know anything about football offense you don't have a, 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 a you know a seat to sit on like so it's like we can get it Whoa, whoa. I mean they could have done it this way like I have no idea what they could have done like I, I just think if it needs to be simpler doesn't look like it's simpler doesn't look like they've all filled, figured it out it looks like they're all still kind of looking at each other like what do we do so I I, I don't know the, the, the play calling stuff and the playbook and what are they doing I don't I just the fact is they're not executing they're making mistakes it's the same stuff I
1: do seen. feel I mean look I, I I don't take any satisfaction in this but you you are happy when you're not made to look like an idiot. Is that fair? <laughs> yes. Right? And everyone Absolutely. said you guys are gonna look so <laughs> stupid for thinking that the sky was falling during the training camp and how bad it looked in the preseason. See, and I keep
4: I keep getting in arguments about this along the lines of what you're talking about. Um You can make fun of me all you want. I don't know what's going to happen. It hasn't happened yet.
1: But I'll tell I you, can you I can only
4: tell you what has happened. Right. And what has happened is they can't get out of their own way offensively. And now at least there was another game where you saw it for a full game. You know, like everybody saw it against Vegas, and even some fans were shook by mm-hmm. what happened against Vegas in the preseason game. But most of them even said, well, you know, they really only played a handful of series. It wasn't a full game. Blah, blah, blah. I even heard – I mean, some people were saying like, you know, well, unfortunately, they had that one drive. They didn't have any good drives in that game. The one drive that they got was, like, aided by fourth down conversions and, like, things that you wouldn't do if it wasn't the preseason. And, you know, now you've got a chance to see it for a full game in an NFL game. This is what we've been talking about all summer. It's not it, – it doesn't take any pride or pleasure in saying the sky's falling. We're just telling you what it's looked like every day. Mike and I have to come in off the practice field and do – a podcast sort of recapping the day. And if we did it once, Mike, we did it 10 times. I don't know if it's the defense being dominant or the offense just can't move, but the offense was having a hard time completing passes and stringing good plays together again today, right? Again, they could go on to have one of the best offenses in football this year. That might happen. I don't think it will, but it might. The, The fact of the matter is that won't make what happened all summer non-existent. It happened. We saw it. (laughs) <laughs> and we saw it and now you yeah. saw it today. Yep. Yeah. I'm sorry the Vikings yeah, are making my Packers pick look kinda Justin, stupid. Justin uh
1: Justin Jefferson.
3: How oh do you do do you get a little gritty going? That's huh?
1: I shouldn't have picked against the matte purple helmets. I love the matte I helmets. I do like I the lo- matte. Uh, Matte's underrated. I don't, de- yeah. You and I, I are on an, an island. Yes, you are. <laughs> I don't love the matte. Oh, I love it. I, I, yeah. I, uh, Zoe hates them. Beetle hates them. Perillo. I don't hate them.
3: I don't hate them. Uh, Perillo, don't let him. Perillo play. doesn't hate anything. You remember back in the day when you had to go to CVS to get your uh, your camera developed and you could choose matte or glossy? And I used to pick matte. It just looks oh. just better. Matt. I like matte. Like Matt. This guy, I, I like that Matt in there too. This, is a,
4: this, this could be a ninety-nine and a half yard <laughs> drive too. They stopped the Packers uh, on fourth and goal from inside the one to start this drive. Oh man, Herbert!
3: Oh man, how did he get that one in there? He's
4: just. I'm sorry, if you
1: guys watch these other guys, <laughs> they
4: don't look like we're the two guys that played in the Patriots game today can't
1: make these throws. No, no, the two quarterbacks, you mean? No, yes, you're absolutely right. It's it's, uh, it's a different game that we're watching in uh, some of these matchups here. Sebastian from Germany here. He says, no, not Seabass. Uh, while that was bad, no rhythm, no plan, no discipline. Duggar and Judon, the only ones he had on the good list. And don't get me started on that O-line. Um, maybe Bill can turn them into a slightly competent team. If not, at least we'll end up with a top ten pick. A lot of people are. I've, this, a lot of draft talk today. A lot of draft I wasn't talk expecting that. A lot of <laughs> draft talk but, you know, this is, this is really what we're, we're kind of lowered the expectations a little bit. What do they need to get to the point of competence? Can they reach a level of competence against Pittsburgh next week, Paul? Yes. I don't, I don't see why
4: you can't play against the teams that are similarly talented. I don't think yeah. Pittsburgh has a demonstrably better team than you do. I don't see why you can't be competitive in a game like that. I don't think it's going to be easy. I think you go into Pittsburgh, I think you might be catching a break based on some of the stuff I'm reading on Twitter. Um, seems like there's a lot of key guys for Pittsburgh that are either going to be out or banged up at the very
1: least. Yeah.
4: And that's a big break. But How's Mitchell?
1: Wha- is he all right? Mitchell. Mitchell. Oh, uh, yeah. As far <laughs> as I know, he's okay. Okay. Mitch. Um, <laughs> That's right. He's back to Mitch. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. He's back to Mitch. Oh, yeah. I've heard that Mitch story. <laughs>
4: Um, it's putting, but I, I I do think you know like Cam Hayward, T.J. Watt, and Najee Harris. If those three guys are out next week, like that's a yeah. that's a big I, advantage.
3: I, I don't want to make anything definitive. T.J. Watt got hurt. Uh.
4: No, J.J. Watt. <laughs> Excuse gets me. T.J. T.J. has been pretty durable. Right. Well, you know, yeah. more durable.
3: But the other Watt. Uh, I, I don't want to get into anything definitive because I think that's, like, a mistake. Every, you know, people, you know, you, your urge right now is to be like, that's it. They're done. Right. Um, and that doesn't work that way. But the only thing I will say is that until further notice, like, this team is a narrow path to victory, and they ha- it has to start right. It has to be fat. They have to score. That's why I do think if they scored on that first drive, things would have been, been different. different. So, but I, what, I, what I refuse to believe until I see it with proof against a good team is that this is a team in any way capable of of digging themselves out of a, a, a double-digit hole or you know, stopping the bleeding, scoring, stop, score. Like they, they don't have that in them. They can get out to the lead. They can run with the ball then. They can put the game away. And they could probably do that to almost any team in the league. But it has to be very
1: specific. I just, I want to caution you on that narrative, though, Paul. Which narrative is that? I have a lot of them in my head. Had you know they me. scored on that first drive, the game could have could been have di- could have could have been could different. Have. I even with the could have, I want you to be careful with that because what are people going to say? Well, they would have scored if it wasn't for the refs. No, no, no. What <laughs> I'm saying, like, and, am I
4: wrong? I think there's a chance that if you get that touchdown at seven nothing and you take the lead, maybe Miami doesn't as easily go down the field the way they did after you know, the, the lift. It could have been different. I'm not telling you it would have. I'm, tr- I'm trying like, to save I, you I, frustration as well. I, I would give you like an example of the other one that I said about the playoff game in Buffalo last year. Yeah. Maybe instead of a pick, maybe that's a touchdown at 7-7 and I think you lose that game 47-24 instead of 47-17. to I don't think that pick had anything to do with the way that game was unfolding. You weren't stopping Buffalo that night. I don't care what was going to happen.
3: Right? Yeah. I mean, it's still going with Buffalo. (laughs) This
4: game today, I, I don't feel that way. I think if they had gotten a lead and maybe made Miami play a little bit differently, maybe, maybe things could have been different. I think Miami was the better team for the most part all day. It's just it's so I'm not I'm not going to just try to be patriots.com and sugarcoat the whole thing. I think Miami was the better team. They deserved okay. to win. Okay. Yeah. Patriots yeah. turned it over key three moments, times.
3: Fourth downs compared all to fourth key, downs.
4: All the key all the key plays Miami made. The Patriots made scarce scarce few. It's yep. su-
1: it's such a chasm between those two teams. How many times the, did the Bills turn the ball over on Thursday night? I mean, it's Four. like they were sloppy with it, it too. Matter. But it d- doesn't matter. Four, But they also forced three.
4: You know, matter. so that's like the Patriots defense. They could have forced some. They had they had yep. opportunities. I know they get a strip no sack turnover. on Tua on the first drive. Unfortunately, they couldn't they couldn't corral the ball. Yep. And I think there were a couple of passes that Tua threw that you know had a chance to be picked. They didn't come away with any of them.
1: Before we hear from uh, Bill Belichick in his postgame press conference, want to check in with Eldred in North Carolina, Eldred? What's going on, buddy?
11: Hey, fellas, I'm like everybody else. I'm uh well, uh, Deuce. I got d- I love you, but I'm gonna disagree with you on one thing. Yeah, yeah. If you show that in preseason and, and practice, you're going to show that in the game. So that's the way you, that looks like, where you practice what you do in the game anyway. You know, because that really carries over. Yeah.
3: Refuse um, to believe it. I just <laughs> was hopeful.
11: Refuse to believe it. <laughs> yeah, but, but I'm, I'm with power though. You should have went outside and got an offensive line coach and then signed another officer coordinator. And I put it on GM Bill like that guy I said the first time because you had chances in our drafts to get better offensive weapons in the second, third round or whatever, but we didn't. So be always be always go after his guys. And I always say again, uh, a good GM you say do best for the team and hiring people that ain't best for the team ain't best for the team. So but uh I think we go six and ten. Excuse me, six and eleven. That's what me and Melvin got a bet on.
1: Alright, yeah what's what's Melvin got seven and ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
11: no I'm going six and eleven. <laughs>
1: All right. Eldred.
4: Thanks, Eldred. Good to hear from All you, buddy. Yeah, right. I mean, he's right. I mean, I know that Bill, I think, made a comment on one of the pregame shows maybe today about they felt like they practiced well, you know, one of the
3: days this week. I, uh, again. Dad, you already said they had two good weeks of practice. Yeah, they, no, felt like no happy they, they felt you. like they were good.
4: <laughs> Very proud of you. But it, it, it's – It be true. Don't discount the fact that no one saw it so we can say it, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> no one's there to say, well – I don't know what they talk like everybody immediately questioned him in the post game show after the Raiders preseason game saying we left it all in the practice field, including our own Mike Dussault, who gave a stink face. It's like I was there. I watched the practices. They were better on the second day than they were the first day. But at best it was even the second day, I think you said.
3: Yeah. Right? Exactly, exactly. So
4: all of a sudden we're you know, we're talking about how good we were and there's not even universal agreement that they were all that good,
3: right? And well, and I think that like, you know the thing that can, is a continuation of all of this is that you know even when the Patriots were were good in those practices, you know everything was like six Raiders, and somehow Hunter Henry comes out with you know a bunch of guys, and Jacoby jumps up and pulls it out of the air. And those you know, were the best plays today. It's it's the same stuff. There's never you know w- with Renfro and, and with Adams, you would see you know they would run actual plays where a guy makes a route and you hit him in stride and he runs a little bit and he gets tackled. He's open for a second. It just, it just doesn't exist in this offense right now.
1: All right. Um, let's, uh, let's hear from the head coach, shall we? Yes. The uh, head coach of your New England Patriots. And before we hear from Bill, we want to say thank you to our sponsor, Microsoft Surface, the official sideline technology provider and laptop of the NFL and the New England Patriots, that provides players and coaches with the tools to succeed both on and off the field. Check out the powerful Surface Pro 8, combining the power of a laptop with the flexibility of a tablet. At Surface.com. Here's the head coach.
8: Oh, all, right. uh, all right. Well, it's uh, you know obviously a disappointing start here. Um, you know, it's really a pretty even game. Two big plays, 14 points really skewed the game. Um, you know, move the ball, we couldn't couldn't get any points, enough points, and we got into their territory. We got in there six, seven times, whatever it was. Ended up with seven points, so we got to do a better job finishing and defensively. You know, gave a big play there at the end of the half and, and a couple field goals, but still need to play better on third down and and um, obviously getting the ball back there at the end of the game. So, um, Not enough good things to win. A couple bad plays really, really hurt us. Um, need to finish some drives better and both sides of the ball and you know, make an impact plan to kick the game somewhere. Um, just build on this and back to work.
3: <clears throat>
8: yeah, we missed them. Um, is Matt hurt? Um, uh, I've I've been in the training room. They feel the New Look
15: offense performing their first real test
8: today. Yeah, I think I just said that. move the ball. You know, had a couple plus fifty punts, but you know we generally moved the ball, um, but didn't produce enough points.
1: It didn't look like Kendrick Ward
3: got in the game to the very end. Is there a reason
8: that he wasn't playing? No, it just worked out that way.
15: Came in and immediately caught a 40-yard pass. Um, in retrospect, he was
8: playing a more thing. Uh, we did what we thought was best. Was it
15: disciplinary or No. You no, know,
3: he just told us that uh, he's not giving the coaching staff what they need to see. Like, what do you need to see from him to get on the field more?
8: Yeah, we, we, we talked to all the players. We all just all need to do a better job, obviously. Coaches, players, we just all need to perform better. So we'll all work on that.
1: Bill, so some of the free rushers um, on the sacks with that that communication issue. What, what goes wrong in
8: those situations? Yeah, we had two plays where we we had enough to block them, but we didn't, we didn't block it properly. So yeah, there were two of those.
15: Glad
8: brought the team down yeah, I don't think that was a problem. We had a good week. The challenge for you to keep... Make sure
15: the guys don't get down
1: on
8: themselves. It's a long season, done I don't think anything will be decided after this week's games. Overall, what would you just say about Matt at times? Is it on him, not... You know, not finishing the drives or everybody or what would you say about his
10: performance? Yeah, there weren't a lot of incomplete passes.
14: Doctors
8: <laughs> Yeah, we plan to play as many people as we could. I think we played I think we played just about everybody.
1: All right, so there's your head coach uh, asked about Mac Jones there. Uh, a couple of a couple of things he was asked if he was hurt. And, Paul, you picked up on something. I just there. thought
4: the the pause uh, before he answered that question was, was telling. I think they have some concern there. Now, hopefully the news that the x-rays – was Tom Pelissero, Mike, yep, you had? Correct. Hopefully the news that the x-rays were negative, maybe Bill didn't know that information at the time, that might uh, – Make a more optimistic view of the situation, but I th- did. You guys feel the same way? I thought there was a pause there. Um, uh, yeah, I haven't been in the training room.
3: Yeah, I don't. But like usually
4: it'd be like, yeah, I mean, we just got off the field. Uh, clearly they know there's a situation.
3: Yeah, I, I I would just be curious. Someone had tweeted us too that that um that there was another play. I think the rough in the passer that they were wondering if that was if that was where um, Mac might have might have gotten hurt. So.
4: That could have been. I mm-hmm. mean, he uh, he jumped in the air um, on that play and kind of put himself in. I mean, he got hit. I mean, that was roughing the passer, no question.
1: And look at the at the start of the game. Bill was right. There weren't a lot of incomplete passes. Those came later on. He finished twenty one of thirty. I mean, if you're in a training camp and you're breaking right. it down, if you're ten of fifteen, right. it's would, a continuation. Would you, would you say that's yeah. a, that's a good day? I'm like, it, no. it's a
4: it's a continuation to me of what all of a sudden the bar has been lowered so far. Like, I, listen, I don't want to. I'm not going to beat the crap out of it. It's one game, okay? But how many yards of offense do you think they had today?
3: Uh, 230. Two, two, two I haven't looked. 271. 271, okay. Yeah,
4: 271 yards of offense. That's terrible, okay? Number one. We got down there a number of times. They went in the red zone once, and they scored. And they needed a fourth down penalty to do it, Right very ticky-tack call mm-hmm. by the way on on Howard no one's really talked felt, about that felt like a yep. makeup yeah yep. yeah definitely yep. felt like a makeup yep um so y- you also you, you, you talked about you know the two big plays yeah they did you didn't make any and they did like did you get thoroughly outplayed on every play of the game no you didn't but when you i think you said it earlier mike when a play needed to be made the dolphins made it you know, there was six or fourteen on third down. That's not great, but you you add in one of those failed third downs is followed by a touchdown from forty two yards on fourth down. Yep. So, it, you know, like I I don't know. We're talking about we didn't throw a lot of incomplete passes. I mean, did Ogilvy count the foul balls too? <laughs> like we, th- this is a team that used to win six Super Bowls and talk about not being good enough in forty eight to fourteen games. Now we're talking about we moved the ball when we got. 270 yards of offense?
1: Yeah. I, I, like,
4: I, I thought the Dolphins moved the ball, but they didn't, uh, you know, they, they only had 307 yards, too. Like, how was I'm th- pretty sure that you all think, too, was stunk today. I do. Yeah. Like, yeah. if now I'm going to call
1: it like it is. If all this is true, how did you only score once, and you were you played a game where it felt like you never really had a chance of winning it?
3: No, I mean, you were, I mean, 10 nothing before you even realized it. Then Yeah. The, at, and that play at the end of the half, too, like, just situationally. What a... What a backbreaker. And that's like yeah. to Paul's point, I think, with that like early score, you know, just the overall energy of the team to have some success. That 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 might have helped them. They they're gonna absolutely need a fast start next week in Pittsburgh.
1: We're gonna we're gonna step aside, come back and uh, wrap things up here on the Patriots postgame show, presented by Cyber Reason. Be back in just a
10: moment. TouchView Interactive is here to support your hybrid learning, distance learning, and video conferencing needs. With easy-to-use tools that allow end users to collaborate, interact, and present seamlessly, TouchView Interactive offers a comprehensive line of accessories and software to support your audio-visual needs. Outfit your classrooms and presentation spaces with the future of interactive display technology. Visit touchview.com for more info. Offered by The Okers Company, celebrating 100 years of service and support.
5: This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless saving in one efficient stroke.
9: Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark. Understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason. and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere.
15: starts now
10: TouchView Interactive is here to support your hybrid learning, distance learning, and video conferencing needs. With easy-to-use tools that allow end users to collaborate, interact, and present seamlessly, TouchView Interactive offers a comprehensive line of accessories and software to support your audio needs. Outfit your classrooms and presentation spaces with the future of interactive display technology. Visit touchview.com for more info. Offered by The Okers Company, celebrating 100 years of service and support.
5: This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless saving in one efficient stroke.
9: Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark. Understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason. and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere.
0: Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at web radio at patriots.com.
4: I haven't hosted since we brought Adam Jones in several years ago.
1: <laughs> Who?
0: <laughs> Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy. All
1: right, back on the uh, Patriots postgame show presented by Cyber Reason. Was there a, was there a play that we were going to look at? Was that, was that what was going on? Oh,
3: this was the... The rough in the pound. Oh, here yeah. it is. And he
4: did. He got. Uh, there was a guy on the ground. Mac was jumping as he threw the ball, and then he took a hit up high here. I think for, is it Holland? Yeah.
1: And he left. His, he left his feet. To yeah. Maybe he lands
4: hard on his back on this. Maybe this yeah. is where he might have suffered an injury. This doesn't look great. Yeah. It's, it's not a, like an overly hard hit, but he lands. I think hard on his back.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Not really a good shot of the landing. That, but it seems like he's coming right down on like the back of his neck, kind of area.
4: Yeah, and that um that play resulted in a, in a uh, personal foul against the Dolphins for roughing the passer. Um but, you know, maybe been more costly for the Patriots if it uh
1: does any long-term damage to Mac. So, um Mac taken into the uh, x-ray room along with the team internist after the game. Uh he w- went back and went into the locker room When coach uh asked about it. He said uh he wasn't in the training room, he didn't know. So, um uh, well, keep an eye on that obviously over the next couple few days here we have an email here from giovanni he said hey guys uh deuce called me a woman last time i wrote in but i'm a man that's not right i
3: I don't know why i would have done that
1: any anyway i was super excited to watch the game but i kind of (laughs) but i kind of tuned out by the beginning of the fourth quarter mac didn't look good whatsoever um if in these next 3 other games we go one or two or worse i will then be rooting for a top 10 pick next year another draft comment Ooh, in the emails ouch, today ouch
4: you know, it seems a little early
3: for the it for does draft seem a little call. early but there
4: have been a lot
3: of yeah. draft calls and i, I like mean, the draft but not right now I'm
4: not a big fan of the
3: draft, even at the draft
1: time. <laughs> I uh, and I'm
4: yeah. never a fan of the draft. Thinking about it in terms of my team's zero and one, can we get
1: a top ten pick? I that, yeah, that's not what I'm looking oof, for. Oof. Hall of Fame and draft talk you will do on your own time. Right. Oh, I couldn't agree that's more. That's right. I, I just oh, can't as do as it.
4: I win my Patriots Hall of Fame polo. Well, that's I mean that's the hall okay. presented by Radio. I'm a, and I'm a member of the committee. Of course After you're all.
1: Of course you are. I take bribes and payoffs just to get people in. Yeah, don't you know? I would. Al from Italy wants to know why Mac threw the ball downfield so much. On the. He actually sounds a little Italian on this. On the interception, okay, maybe there was flag, but he threw short. He was well covered. I really don't understand. On the defense, no consistency at all. Really, a team with no clue. I think they have to take some shots, right? They have to do
4: something to try to get some chunk plays.
3: That's And that seems like the only way they can do it. It just doesn't seem like it's built into the conventional parts of the offense right now. It's just it's all you know, a run or a little check down or a shot. Like That's that's kind of the three things they got in the bag.
1: Let's grab Rashad and Virginia Beach before we wrap things up here. Rashad, what's going on? You got the last word here on the Patriots postgame show. <coughs> hey,
11: how's it going? Good. Mm. <laughs> I just wanted a question,
14: man. Um, do you guys think that, have you guys seen anything that tells you that Mac can be an elite quarterback?
3: No,
4: uh, no. So, I'm not yet. No, I would say I'm not going to tell you. I closed the book on Mac Jones. We need to get a top ten pick and take a quarterback next year. But no, I haven't seen. And look, great, I haven't seen greatness. I
1: would say that. I, I would say that about the defending Super Bowl champion uh, Matthew Stafford. He's really good. He's not elite. No, I'm not putting him in the same conversation with Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. No, so that's not a it's not a knock on Mac Jones. When you talk about elite, I think you're talking about top three, four guy in the league. I don't see that. I haven't seen it in a in a in a year in a game. I mean, it just you know, could no. happen, but I haven't. I seen haven't that.
4: seen Matthew Stafford level. Like I haven't no. seen potential for yeah, that. Would you
1: call yeah. Matthew Stafford elite? Uh, probably not.
3: No. No, I think so. I think
1: again, it's not a knock on Mac, but no, we're we're a long way from that.
3: I think Mac finished about. Middle of the pack for quarterbacks, 16th, and that's kind of what he is. I mean, I,
1: you know, right now until
3: – I mean, in the sample size of the recent games throughout that Jacksonville game, I don't know how many games you go back, six games right now. Like, it's just – I mean, he, he, he has not played well. He has not, you know, despite the team pulled them up. You know, it's been – he's been part of the performances when they, they've lost all these good teams. I think he the
4: has stage. the ability to perform when things are as they are designed to be. When the play is there – I think he generally knows what he's supposed to do and he gets the ball where it's supposed to go. Whereas you saw at times today there were plays there for Tua and he wasn't able to do that. I think he was late with a couple of throws. I think he was a little inaccurate with some others at times. Um, and he missed some, some possibilities. Um, but I do think um, Mac generally when the plays are, are designed the way they're supposed to be designed and executed, I think he's not part of the problem. I think when you're asking him to do something a little bit different, I don't think he can do it. I don't think he elevates guys around him and and, and whatnot. But
1: again, we, you know, it's one game into his second season. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um. That's going to do it for the Patriots post game show presented by Cyber Reason. Just like that. Just like that. We're done. We got game one in the books. Sixteen more to go, and then of course the postseason. Right. And we'll be here for. In the what? draft. What? <clears throat> we'll be here for uh, all of it um, next week, same time, ten forty-five start time for the. Uh, Week number 2 matchup against the Steelers in Pittsburgh. For that, I hope you'll join us again. Until that time, the final score for the final time. Patriots 7, Miami 20 in that order
9: for you Paul Perillo.
1: I thought for sure he was going to give us a, a little nope. bit of a 7 to nope. 20. Tough nope. one. 7, seven to, to 20, switch. that's a tough one. Uh, thank you for listening and watching.
9: Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play and everywhere else you listen.